What's going on in the, the Black Okage here, aka TVH, and to be honest, I'd like to welcome you guys back to the Gaming Illuminati podcast. We're glad to see you're alive and able to listen to episode 65. My co-host, my first co-host, he has a beautiful Arazi gaming chair, which you too can get 10% off by using the code GI at checkout, but you would never know because he doesn't appear on camera when he live streams. He's from Detroit. I'm talking about that game in Etho. Say what up to the people, Mike. Yo, what's up, everybody? I'm back. I'm here. Oh, I'm not even back. I'm here. <laughs> All that bullshit. And my second co-host has gone on more vacations in 2017 than anyone else in the United States, and he has no plan of slowing down. He's the one, the only, UTXJG, the Don. What to say what up, man? Yeah, damn right. What's up, y'all? Thank y'all for coming through. Uh, yeah, shout out to Arazi. You actually took that. I was about to, uh, about to say that. But yeah, shout out to Arazi, always, for sponsoring us. Appreciate that. And yeah, thanks for everybody coming through. And uh, we trying to go to Pack South, man. We're trying to go to Pack South. So if y'all will be there in January, uh, San Antonio, hit us up, man. We're gonna be there. All that bullshit. Uh, my third co-host is the most famous member of GI. He needs no introduction. Just an L. Say what up to the people, Ace. Really? What's good, everybody in the chat, man? Appreciate everybody being here, supporting this, the squad. You already know our team's riding forums. We out of here. Let's, let's get it. All right. And this episode's guest, the one Patreon backer who actually responds to his messages and shows up on time. He was actually early. Ethos was late. <laughs> We're always grateful for that. He goes by Young Horatio. Say what up to the people. Shout out to social media. Tell them what you're all about, man. Uh, what up, what up? Young Horatio, so known as ACM Entertainment, man. We got some things coming down in the future. Man. Uh, yeah, just stay tuned. I'm just glad to be here. Appreciate it. That's what's up. Hey, and uh, if you want to appear on this podcast or any other videos, be sure to support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash GI updates. We have all different types of rewards in line for those who choose to financially support us. There will be a link in the description box below if you're viewing the video version at youtube.com slash the Black Okage. And of course, feel free to take the show on the go. The GI podcast is available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play Store. Make sure you download our free app available on iOS and Android. It's totally free. Just search Game Illuminati on your respective app store. Uh, keep in mind that we spell Illuminati with the word Naughty as in Naughty or Nice. But uh, let's cut all the promotion and get into it. Open conversation. Shadow of War. Um, Ace, man. No, actually, no. Let's go. Let's go, Horatio. You the, uh, you the guest, man. Let's give uh, get, get your thoughts on uh, Shadow of War, man. Middle Earth. I haven't got to play it too long. But from what I've been playing it, it's, like, it's crazy. It's, uh, I don't know, it's like a huge leap from the first one second one i guess i didn't really inspect that uh I everything about it is just a lot of fun man combat wise and whatnot story looks like it's getting much deeper like it's it's definitely a lot more to do and different ways to do it man, it's definitely one of ea's best games so far it's just all good stuff for me okay 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 uh, you think you feel like they can improve on based off what you played? Um, uh, I don't know. I can't really nitpick too much. I, I think I had some issues with the camera, but than that, nah, it, wasn't, it wasn't too much. I can't complain about. Okay, okay. Ace, what about you, fam? Uh, I mean, I'm pretty. I was pretty excited about the game from uh, last year's game when it uh, when it came out, uh, Shadow of Mordor. Even though that was kind of like. 
Um, people didn't really know much about the game itself, but when it, this one came out, Shadow uh, of War, it was dope. I, I've been having a good time with this so far. I've put in about a good like 20 hours into it. I'm really enjoying the fact of being able to command and take over the orcs. I think that's really, really cool. Um, I also do think that uh, I'm happy about the um, the nemesis system being back it, it's better than ever um i love the fact that you are able to have the ability to have the orcs uh adapt to your actions and you have to play the game very strategically i'm looking forward to finishing the game um and it's very fun i'm, I'm liking it uh, shout out to wb games no complaints um no complaints at the moment now i know you finished the game and i know uh, i've seen some people talk about it on twitter and other social media platforms and they said about the act four this dreaded act four that everyone has to go through i haven't reached there yet so i can't really talk about it because i haven't actually had the experience on it um so i'm just going to save my thoughts on that until i actually have that experience mm, okay okay uh, some somebody a little bit further in the game ethos. What are your thoughts on a uh, Shadow War? I dropped it. I Ooh. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Talk about <Yeah>. it. <laughs> act, you already know the game is great, but Act Four is fucking cancer. I can't stand Act Four. You, me, and you already talked about this. I've reached stage eight, nine, I think, and like the 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 siege boss whatever it is is ridiculous he's like 61 and i'm only 60 like 55 so like i got annoyed and he can one shot kill me so i'm just like yo this this is not worth my mental health to try to beat this dude so i took a break because other games came out and uh, i'm not forced to play this game because i'm on hiatus so (laughs) i uh i um yeah i I think the game is great though i I don't think you shouldn't pick it up but i think act four really makes the game like it really makes the game worse than uh what it could have been i feel like it drags out way too long um if they had just all together just cut act four or made act four only like five stages instead of ten i think it would have ended up much better uh and i was gonna ask you as well because based off of what you told me you said the ending was gonna piss me off and if that's true then i'm definitely not about to beat it so uh yeah it's one of those things it's I like google it and watch it it's one of those things it's like when your homeboy dates a thought and you know she's a thought and you want to tell him yeah. it's like it's like the, <laughs> i know what happens at the end it's like i want to tell you but you paid for the game so i don't want to spoil it for you but it's but i need you to tell me it's bad <laughs> <laughs> but it, like, it, it is like, bad it is bro like it isn't like bad in the sense that like it was terrible writing like right. it was just very straightforward it's it was like it, no it's, it's not even a cliffhanger it was a that's it like that's oh what you made me work towards. That's it. Oh my god! There was no plot twist, nothing crazy going oh, on. No, I'm, a, I'm a YouTube it because there was a plot <laughs> twist, which was good. At, at, at what was it? At the be at near the end of Act Three, there's a big plot switch, uh, tw- uh, switch, which is like really cool because like it totally flips the game on its head. But and then I thought, okay, this is dope. So they're probably just gonna give me like a little time to play with this new mechanic and then just you know go to the final thing. But like they just make you just keep going and going and going. And I think you and me said it. The worst part about it is there's like there's no story progression through this entire act. Like every other act has cutscenes that you can do or like a quest line. Like in this one, it just seems like it's just do the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. And there's no like payoff, small little payoffs to keep you going. So that shit's annoying as shit. It really is. Okay. But, uh, great. Yeah. For me, it's it, it's it's still a fun game. I would recommend it, but if oh, I, maybe you should just say at the end of Act Three, just say you're done with the game. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah, about I mean, you, uh, Jay? I also dropped the game because Wolfenstein Two was out. Uh, let me talk about the positives and other things before we get to Act Four. 
Uh, the positives are they definitely expanded upon uh, all of the moves that you can do. They expanded on all of the gear that you can get, uh, like the elements uh, like curse and poison, fire and um, and frost. Uh, so those are all cool. Uh, definitely love the nemesis system. I like the uh, like the way that they expanded upon that. Um, and the main thing again before the game even came out, everybody was talking about the microtransactions, and I'll tell you why this really was a thing with the reviewers. Uh, and that's obviously because of Act 4. Uh, Act 4 is one big tower defense slash horde um, over and over. And in stages of the same shit, it's tiring, it's boring, it literally makes no sense. The game went from super duper dope, you get to Act 3, and you're like, oh man, like this plot twist was really, really cool. And then it just drops off. Uh, even some of the other missions, which they don't really tell you that you have to do, but if you want some of the other moves, you can do it. Um, they really don't kind of lead you there either. And when you are doing them, they're kind of like stagnant. They they really they're just they're just there. Like you do them, you don't really feel a sense of accomplishment once you finish them until you get to the end and you complete the last mission and you get a special thing like being able to to uh, summon a dragon or something. So it the game definitely drops off, but Act 4 though, the reason why Act 4 is such a bitch besides you doing the same thing over and over and over, it's just the fact that you won't be able to successfully defend anything if you don't have money to uh to get seeds upgrades. Or if you don't have stronger orcs, you got to literally go and farm them. You got to uh, train them. You got to go with them to do missions. Or you just got to go and get these stronger orcs as they show up. Uh, so that's why it's super duper tiring. If you don't want to go through all of that stuff, a lot of people took the shortcut of buying all of those chests. So that's why. Uh, again, you aren't forced to get microtransactions. But if you want to progress through it faster and you don't want to go through the same thing, you don't want to go through the grind that's why they said do it again it's not required so don't let anyone tell you otherwise but it's just so fucking annoying to play act four act four is literally the reason why i probably won't even recommend the game i'm gonna be honest like because act four just pissed me the fuck off i'm on stage six and i don't know if i'll ever come back i don't know if it's even worth it to come back man i'm gonna just play wolf Hassan two and i might just be done with it. i might not even come back and play the shit uh let's actually talk about those microtransactions because that's the main thing everybody actually talks about like when i they come in my stream do the microtransactions ruin this game i have to ask because like you were saying like the reviewers felt like they had to buy chess how was everybody playing this game because the way that i played it there was never a moment where i was broke it was actually i always had an abundance of money and when i got to stage eight nine ten i just bought new orcs uh, through the money that I get in the game and the way that I got it. I don't know, maybe they're playing it wrong. So there's an upgrade in the game where um, you auto-pick up whatever yeah. loot people drop, and you, mm -hmm. when you have a shit ton mm -hmm. of loot, you just, just break it down and then you can sell it for money. Um, yeah. Because I always had loot on me, I always had a shit ton of money, and then I would just go buy level 60 orcs out of the, out of the chest with the in-game money, and that's how I ended up beating the game. So my question is, how were they playing the game to where they felt like they actually had to buy it? Because I never felt like I had to buy anything. Like no. I said, I think that they were just trying to rush through it because I'm, oh, okay. I'm really I in the same that. boat that you. Yeah, I, I'm in the same boat that you are. I never felt like I was uh, that I was hurting for money. I had like sixty thousand right now, and pretty much every time that I beat everybody or just go to the regular works, I'm getting even more money. 
And then as you get through the stages as well and you get around to all of the uh, all of the actual fortresses that you have, you don't have to buy the uh, the actual siege upgrades again. You just upgrade your orcs pretty much. Uh, and what I've been doing, like I wouldn't even kill half the orcs unless they had iron will because then I'll kill them anyways or if they die on accident. But I just get them and just put them in my army. Exactly. So I didn't have a problem with that either. It's just the fact that it's tedious. It's super it. so, so we agree. So we agree. It was a lie that this game is pay to win. But it is tedious yes. at the end. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, definitely, definitely a lot. Definitely. If you're good at the game, like I'd argue, you don't even need the best orcs in order for you to win. You just have to be good yourself because you can yep. kill those enemy orcs. Because that's what I did with JG. Like I recycled them, so it's just annoying. It's just annoying to keep doing it. But like I didn't even have to. Like I just farmed because I wanted to because I like little Pokemon, little fighting thing. That shit was funny. But um, other than that, most of the time I would let them attack me with the siege. I knew they had better orcs than me, and I would dominate them and I would take them onto my side. So I was like, okay. Now your mind i'll mm-hmm. take that take that so now i have all the best like levels from them and then <laughs> pretty much for like the powerful ones i would just kill them all even if my orcs were like 20 levels underneath them i just said fuck it we'll just fight them and i would just usually just out uh combat them because in my opinion most of the orc captains some i'll say some of them they're kind of worthless like i don't feel like they contribute enough outside of like when they saved my ass a couple of times where i thought i lost the game um, they were awesome there, but most of the time, like I feel like they become a chore where they are constantly getting down because the enemy orcs coming in are just like too strong. So I just like, all right, screw it. I don't. Why would I waste my time when I can just get a better orc than you? That's so I was true. like, I'll just get you, and then I'll just let you die if I have to. So it is what it is. But uh, yeah. So yeah. So the microtransaction shit. Don't believe that, y'all. That's a lie. These reviewers didn't actually play the game. They were just trying to get their review out to get those views. But they are correct. It is completely tedious in Act Four. And uh, the part that really pissed me off. I find it funny that you quit against a level sixty-one Overlord ethos. Because um, okay. So in the game, what pissed me off is the max level for Talion is level sixty. I got to level sixty, but you fight against level sixty-five orcs. I had to fight. I had to take over one base at stage 10. He was a 65 orc. And um, this man was uh, execution proof, fireproof, poison proof, vault proof. Um, He was literally, he he was literally, he was literally, he literally had no weakness. The only, it took me an hour to beat him. And the only reason I beat him is because I figured out that he wasn't arrow proof. But like the thing is, those arrows don't do a lot of damage. So I had to, I had to, I had to poke him to death. I had to poke him to death. But he was literally, he was literally proof against everything. I was like, wow, like this is not, this is not fun. Like it's just mad extra at this point. So yeah, that's bullshit. It's, it's disappointing to see the the way the game turned out. Once once I actually finished the game, I was like, I could see how I got a seven. Because yeah. I thought the reviewers were just kind of hating, but I could I could see how I got it. When um, they said too much content. GameStop yeah. was right. <laughs> <laughs> we clowned them for it, but they was right. <laughs> this is, I just found myself lost a lot of times, but yeah, Act yeah. 4 ruined everything for me. This is one of those games where I feel like less would have been more. Like, cut all the fat out and just get to the point. Yeah, we we don't need all much. that extra shit. Um, so I would say, uh, if you're going to get it, get it at your own risk. Understand what you're getting into, because the ending is... Get it uh, if you are broke and you need a game that will last you a long time, because this will do it for you. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's something. It's at least a fifty-hour game. This is literally one of the best and worst games of twenty seventeen. <laughs> which is, uh, I think, an interesting side, uh, thing to say about it. Um, yeah. Next game that we uh, can talk about since the last podcast that went down is a uh, well, it's not the full game, but the Star Wars Battlefront Two beta happened. Um, happened for a solid week. Uh, did we all get a chance to play it? I checked it out. Yes. True. 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 What do you think of it, Ace? 
I mean, I'm I wasn't really big on the first one. Um and I play I gave the second one a chance in the beta. Um and it just reminded me a lot of the first one. Like, don't get me wrong, I think it looks gorgeous. I think it's dope that you have the ability that you can actually buy these hero and villain characters instead of it being like the random coin that it was happening from the first one. But it didn't really push me to be like, oh, I need to buy this. Um, so I probably uh, pass on it. And that's just me, my personal preference. I don't think it's a bad game. I think it is pretty cool that it is a story attached to it. So I know that's why a lot of people are going to be buying it. Just for me, I'm not really pressed about it, to be real with you. Mm. Ethos, you are a residential uh, Star Wars fan. What was your thoughts on it? Uh, I don't know how to feel about it. Like, I, I like it. Um... I think it's definitely an improvement compared to the first one. That's that's obvious. Um, they got my it's not clone hard. troopers back. Yeah, it's not <laughs> hard. Uh, <laughs> uh, the clone troopers are back, which is like a big thing because like uh, I love that era during Star Wars. Um, the game looks beautiful. The, the gameplay feels great. Uh, they made it class based, not the fucking character customization shit wise. So like the previous one so that was good as well because it feels like there's actual like depth now and strategy and like you know having an actual like you know work together with different abilities um yeah that's that's like it's, like, it's cool i mean mm. i'm pretty sure we'll go through the plethora of like issues we'll have but other than that it's like it was it was cool overall i enjoyed playing it but i'm kind of like not like ace but i'm kind of at the point where it's like i want to get it but i'm not like hyped to get it it's just something oh, to play yeah it's like a game's coming out yay okay maybe i'll get it okay okay what about you uh did you get the chance to play it uh horatio i did um i i suck at the game i ain't gonna lie i, I think that ruined the experience <laughs> for me <laughs> you're honest man i appreciate that yeah like i i don't know what it was i just like as soon as i started i was like okay cool storage trooper got a gun alright it should shoot like every other gun I've played with then I realized it didn't and I was like okay alright I'm already starting off pretty bad maybe I can make it up and I I continuously got white even at spawn points I was getting white uh, trying to play with different characters trying to figure it out um, I, I do like uh, all the diversity in the game when it comes to the being on the ground switching in between characters uh, the reward of doing good, giving you hero villain. Uh, the space combat was really difficult, but it looked great, and it was it felt really rewarding taking down other spaceships and whatnot. Uh, I don't think it it didn't have the uh, like the invade like it did in the old Battlefront, where you can just invade the big mother ship or whatever and run through it. But uh, I think it make it up with the the bigger space battle and all the visuals and the theme strategy. Uh, it it doesn't look like a bad game, but like I said, I'm I'm pretty bad at it, so I can't give you like an honest what's wrong with it. Well, let me I, ask you this. I guess I was never good. Let me ask you this: Do you feel like maybe they showcased the wrong uh, modes uh, in the beta? Because I personally feel like. Well, the the mode where you had to rush down the uh, where you had to push the payload and then you took over the the, um, the palace, I like that mode. But the mm -hmm. other one, the uh, the capture the flag one, not so much. Right. I, I feel like it would have been better if they showed off the heroes mode because the thing um the thing about the push the payload mode is you had to be good enough to actually unlock like dark mall and shit. You had to get enough points for that. But the hero right. mode, everybody gets to play the heroes, gets to play the cool characters. Like, do you feel like you would have been better sold on it if you got to experience more of those features like that? Uh. 
Uh, I want to say more or less. Yes and no. Maybe because uh, I think they're going to try to save like the hero mode legit for the game when it comes out. You know, and they just, the beta is really just testing its, its servers, testing, you know, the, uh, how, how well it's running, see if there's any loopholes in it. So I'm okay with the whole, just the, the little small gameplay that they get with the payload. The capture the flag game mode sucks for me. That's where I struggle the most at, but, uh, yeah, it looks like it's, it's like almost a highly skilled, for me, it was like a highly skilled shooter, but, I didn't see anything too too much wrong with it, in my opinion. Okay. What about you, Jay? I like the game. I definitely like the game. Uh, one of the main problems that we had, though, and everybody uh, can attest to this, all the Patreon people, when I was live streaming it, uh, we had such a hard time trying to get in a party. So they have to fix that uh, first and foremost because a lot of people like playing together. So you got to fix that part. Uh, but as far as the actual gameplay, uh, I liked it. I definitely did like the, uh, the payload mode. Uh, I like the class system. I like that you actually have to work to get the heroes and everything. So that was really cool. Uh, definitely better than the Koi system for sure. Um, I like the capture flag mode too, but it was just when we were playing it. I don't know if it was maybe the people or it was just a map, but it took a long time, uh, a lot of times. So you were kind of in stalemate, but I actually did enjoy that mode. It was a smaller mode and, uh, and I definitely liked that one as well. Um, but the one mode that I definitely will not be playing is the, uh, Galactic Assault. Or I think that's what it's called. Uh, whatever, whatever space one mode. Is. Yeah, space. Yeah, space mode. Because uh, it made my head hurt. Um, I legit like could not see where I was going, and it was just very hard to keep up with the ship. So I wouldn't be playing that mode at all. Uh, I don't know what they can do to fix. Plus, that I found out time. most of those ships in that mode were bots. Oh, oh really? Man. Yeah. <laughs> I I they they pulled a Titanfall. So I'm like, uh, I, I thought I was getting kills, and then I read most of them are bots, and I was like, all right, bro. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I can mess around with my settings, but, again, it was just making my head hurt. Um, but I'm really more excited about the single player, to be honest. Uh, I'm glad that this one had a single player. I wanted the original Battlefront to have one, but it didn't. So I'm glad that they actually took the time to bring a proper single player mode to this one. Because like after I played the beta and I saw the actual preview uh, trailer for the single player, I was like, yeah, I'm sold. I'm, I'm going to get it. So if I do get it, I'll probably be playing that more than the multiplayer mode. But uh, I am interested in the multiplayer, though. Like the hero mode, like you mentioned, uh, I really want to play that. So, uh, again, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy for it. It'll give me something else to play in November. I like the payload mode. I didn't like the space, and I didn't really like the whole uh, capture the flag mode. So one out of three isn't good. I think they should have showed some different game modes because those two other game modes, I feel like, were very acquired taste. I feel like the space mode, they only showed it off just to show that they have space battles because people complained they weren't in them. And now that they did do in their ass. Uh, <laughs> but, I, but I will say that uh, I'm still going to pick the game up just because I'm actually more interested in the story mode than I am the multiplayer. Uh... I'm actually interested in them doing the whole Dark Side Empire story. That's something that's never been done. They said it was going to be canon. The the main character, the the female, I find her to be very interesting. So I'm actually more interested in that. So and they said it's going to be like an eight hour campaign. So I mean, I'm cool nice. with that. Eight hours on the campaign, and then uh, what's the name? Like the push the payload mode, the hero mode. Like that. I feel like there's still going to be enough content there that I like. I just feel like what they showed wasn't the best representation of the game. Uh, they. Uh, but like Horatio said, maybe they were just trying to test the servers and they weren't really thinking about that. But I feel like companies need to because uh, like at the end of the day, these quote-unquote betas are really demos for some people. They're going to play the beta and they're not going to look at it as, oh, this is not a final product. They're going to look at it as, oh, I'm not going to buy this because I didn't like what I played. They look at it as demos. So I feel like companies need to be more mindful of what they showcase. Uh, 
But who here is all? Who all? Who all is picking it up besides me? me. Is it a day one? You said Jay. Anybody else? Maybe. Uh, if I can get it on sale later on down the road, I'll get it. But... Okay. Okay. If so I can stop can. sucking at it. I will get it. <laughs> well you know what it is you know what it is no no you know what it is no because i'm not gonna lie horatio i was getting pissed playing that shit when i first streamed it by myself that's a game you yeah. have to play with the squad like that's something we're gonna have to play in the discord we're gonna have to get a bunch of people and just squad up and run in there and coordinate because uh yeah when i was playing by myself it was very frustrating playing with randoms because they didn't understand they don't play the objective so it might it might make you feel like you're worse than what you actually are when nobody's actually on the same page yeah, well, me and some of the Patreon people finally got into a match together. We kind of did work. We did work, so. Yeah, you feel like the Phoenix Suns out there. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> nobody's on the same page. Just getting blown the fuck out with you, but there you go. All right, so uh, when, I think that comes out November 7th or something like that? Some, sometime in November? Or, I don't it's know. Com- it's coming up. It's coming up soon, I believe. Yeah, so look out for that. I'm sure some of us will be streaming uh, the Star Wars. It was interesting that they had that beta. Yeah, November 17th, so. Same day, uh, Ragley is the Punisher, so it's gonna be fun. So, right around the time uh, this podcast is coming out, Assassin's Creed Origins just came out. Unfortunately, I don't think any of us got any hands on time with it because it literally just came out at the time that we're recording this. Uh, I'm pretty sure most of us are gonna play it, so I'll, let's just have a discussion. Does anybody have any like expectations for this game? None. All I all, all I want to say is when I saw like the. Uh, the gameplay they showed off, I think it was at E3, if I'm not mistaken. It looked horrible. It just, it looked horrible. But I don't, I may be wrong. I haven't tried it out yet. But uh, I don't have any expectations from me. So. Mm, okay, okay. What you about to say, Ethos? I have no expectations and I got to play E3. <laughs> I just, like, like Yumi said, uh, from what we got to play like it, it just threw us in the middle or something and it was hard to like connect to the characters and everything because it's like I, I had no clue who the fuck anybody was and like what was going on um the setting is definitely has my interest uh especially get to, you get to uh, see like cleopatra and, and uh caesar and shit but um i don't know it seems interesting to me um i think it's definitely a game for the culture um because it's definitely something different that you don't normally see uh i definitely want to you know i, I probably will want to play it but again, it's, I'm kind of like in the same boat as Battlefront. It's like it just seems like another game. It's not really a game that I just absolutely need to play. But I'll get it if I can. Okay. Okay. What about you, Ace? Um, I don't have any expectations from it, but I will say from what I've seen on social media, I've seen a lot of like positive reports about it. I even see people in the chat talking about it. it's really, really good. Plus, the, our our homie in, uh, Nomad has said it's pretty good so far. So, um, I don't really necessarily have any expectations, but um, I, I am excited to play it. Um, it's just you know all these games coming out, so it's kind of like hard because. No, I don't think anyone's brought this up yet. Is the fact that there was three games that came out on that day alone. It was Mario Odyssey, it was Assassin's Creed Origins, and it was um, uh, Wolfenstein 2. So it's just a lot of things going on at the moment. And maybe um, this is a question posed to you guys. I mean, do you think with the release of those other two games, it's going to mess with the sales when it comes to Assassin's Creed Origins? Because uh, you know how everybody feels about Ubisoft and Assassin's Creed games. Do you guys feel like a lot of people will still pick this up or is it going to be um something that's going to be picked up much later on i'd argue in most cases yes it would affect it like what's the name when they when when square released tomb, uh, the rise of the tomb raider on the same day as fallout 4 that game got fucking bodied 
and it's because it came out on the same day as Fallout 4. <laughs> that was just a stupid decision, and I wish companies would pay attention to when other games are releasing, to be honest with themselves. But in this case, I don't feel like Assassin's Creed Origins will be affected by uh, by those other two games, because I feel like people who play Mario and people who play Wolfenstein are completely different from people who play Assassin's Creed. I feel like those so are three totally gamers, different markets. Because, like, how we are, we play all types of games. Like, yeah, we have our preference and our, like, uh, you know, genres and everything like that. For the most part, real recognizes real. If we want to get a game, we'll get it. That's who I'm actually. But I'm saying, like. even look even look at GI, the only person who's playing Wolfenstein is JG. Only person who's played Assassin's Creed is Nomad. Me and you are playing Mario. So it, we are different audiences. Nah, that's true. I, I do play. plan on playing Assassin's Creed, but yeah, when yeah, I get when I I wanted to play Mario first. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, I feel you. I feel you. That's true. So I was like, I feel like if people have to choose between those three, I feel like it's actually going to divide, and I, I don't feel like those three affect each other because it's just different okay. markets. Gotcha. Different demographics. Um, what's the name? I will say uh, earlier, Nomad was DMing, DMing us, and he was saying just how amazing Assassin's Creed Origin has been. He's really enjoying the changes of the game. For anybody who's interested, I see some people in the chat talking right now, talking about how much they're loving uh, the different changes in the Dark Souls combat. Uh, so I, I, I think uh, I think it'll do fine. Plus, Ubisoft has money to pump uh, advertisement into their games, unlike Lawbreakers. So... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if, if it's one thing Ubisoft knows how to do is fucking shove their games down your throat so I, I think everybody knows I think it'll do fine especially because it took a two year hiatus uh, people forget that um, people have been waiting on Assassin's Creed that's true uh, one other uh, expectation prediction this is a quick one this is just a quick one alright so we're recording this October 28th right now 2017 by the time the next GI podcast comes out I'm pretty sure the Xbox One X will have been released to the wild because it comes out November 7th. Uh, I just want to hear y'all. What, what's, your, what's y'all sales predictions? What do y'all think the reviewers are going to say? Go ahead, those. Why you pick me first? Because you love <laughs> Xbox, bro. No, you do that to me. You know what you did. You know the video we did. What's your expectation? You think it's going to sell like hotcakes? What, what games no. you think the people are going to be playing, man? Nothing. They're just gonna buy a fucking console like the PS4 Pro and be immediately disappointed because it's not gonna do everything they want. Um, I think the, the biggest telling about this whole thing is uh, Destiny 2, them saying that it's still gonna run at 30 FPS on the Xbox One X. I think people are Assassin's Creed does it. too, 4K 30 FPS. <laughs> okay, then I'm just gonna repeat everything I said about the PS4 Pro because that shit does not play games at 60 FPS. It is a waste of money. You should not buy it for 4K. If you want to play in 4K, you should just buy a PC and play a, play it on PC. You can play 4K on PCs for a relative, uh, relatively decent price. Um, I have seriously don't see any reason why you'd buy want to buy an Xbox One X. It just does not make much sense to me. It, it's, in my opinion, a very just... I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. There's no reason on the market right now to buy it. Um, there's like no like killer app right now that the Xbox One X has been promoting. Um, I guess unless you're waiting for PUBG, but at this point, again, I'd say, why have you not just gotten a PC at this point? Uh, honestly, it's at this point where it's like, it's 2017, dog. You should be PC gaming by now. If you still aren't PC gaming, for whatever reason that is, hey, that's all you, but um, 
I feel like at this point, if you if, you, if you're even thinking about buying these new whatever consoles, you you should just seriously be considering PC gaming at this point. I, I find it interesting that uh, like when we it. first started talking about PC gaming, people were just like we're delusional. Oh yeah, console hate haters. It. But oh, it's yeah, actually yeah. if you actually pay attention to the way the market's trending right now, it's gone yeah. for it, it's going to now consoles are copying everything that PC's doing. These consoles are coming out with new, more powerful hardware, and then they're just importing great. PC yeah. games in. Paladins, yeah. uh, PUBG, Smite, yeah. Paragon. Like, they're, they're literally just taking PC games and putting it on the more powerful hardware. So I find that interesting that, uh, I don't know, maybe yeah. people are catching on to that. At this point, it just kind of seems like maybe save your money. I think, I think people people finally just woke up. They got over the whole, like, hype of the new consoles, and now they're just realizing that, oh, wow, they are just a loot box. That's all we got. So, yeah. True, true, true. Young Ratio, what you got predictions? Any sales predictions? So I don't know if y'all know, but when people throw up the X in Japan, it means stay away. Oh my god! Uh, I suggest everybody stay away. Uh, I have no idea why Xbox keep throwing out new systems with no games. Like literally, there's no games that I know of off head right now that I would want to play on the Xbox. And then I seen this Xbox X come out, and I was just like, I, "What? What's what's so good about it? What's?" What's different for the games that that's the only thing i care about for these consoles uh i can understand why people still play consoles because they're kind of lazy on the pc i think with a pc you have to just, you have to be pretty good with uh taking care of it the console you just set it down turn it on you know what i mean uh so that's why that's always going to be a thing i'm not messing with no xbox it's just uh, so you, are, you, are you trying to tell me because you live in japan right mm-hmm. so you're telling me like Microsoft didn't take the cultural difference into consideration, so when they see Xbox One X in Japan, people are going to be like, "That's bad juju," basically. <laughs> Probably. That's, <laughs> that's oh, great. Man, that's pretty much what's going to happen. That's uh, great. So another but, fail. Young Horatio <laughs> called it right here. The Xbox One X will <laughs> fail in Japan. I don't know why people would get it. Honestly, um, I I get it. They have a lot of features on it. That's that's entertaining and all that stuff, and it has like. Uh, special skins i think they were showing off like the minecraft x console or something like that the 4k texture pack okay yeah the super duper fun pack (laughs) yeah yeah again i don't understand what why would that make you buy it like other than minecraft that's been out on the xbox and pc for a long time so it it just seemed like they just they're pushing this new systems they're not their game and i'm not interested whatsoever so i don't know i don't know how the sales are gonna go but i doubt they'll be great okay uh jg because you do the whole uh gi radio thing you play music all the time are you ready for 4k spotify what do you think it's gonna do? <laughs> oh, yeah yeah boy, this is, this is gonna, gonna propel <laughs> gi radio to newer heights um now i don't know man i i feel like xbox one x is going to sell more than the ps4 pro simply because ps4 was only did a bad job at promoting it as a 4k machine because uh, they kept using hdr and, and it's like yeah uh, we understand if you know what hdr is you know that that's not it's not true 4k it's it's upscale uh but microsoft actually advertises as a 4k machine now whether it plays everything at 4k or if it plays everything at 4k 30 fps versus 60 fps is a different story but microsoft actually touted this as a 4k machine a true 4k machine so with that alone and the pre-orders already selling out uh i think it's going to sell more than the ps4 pro but again 
why would I even recommend this to anyone when there are no games to play exclusively on that system? That's a whole problem these days. Mm. I don't know what this is supposed to be, to be honest. I'd it's argue really- it's not it's not even guaranteed that it'll outsell the PS4 Pro because that's PR spend. That's I feel like that's uh, deceiving to say that all the pre-orders sold out. We don't know how many pre-orders that was. That could have been 5,000. Yeah, that's that's yeah. true. That's true. But again, this we shipped a million I, copies. I, I, think, I think that it will, though. I think that it will, though. This, this is okay. My prediction. Okay. Yeah, this is my prediction. I think that it will. Um, but again, I can't recommend this to anybody because it doesn't have any any exclusive games. That's the whole thing now. Like that's why we bought certain consoles or certain platforms because of the exclusives and Microsoft. And this is what um, what the what the hell is the what's the CEO of Microsoft name? I forgot his name. Um. But whatever his name is, because I forgot right now. Um, but that's what, <laughs> that guy. yeah, that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to successfully integrate the Xbox platform and the PC. So most of these games now are are uh, are integrated together. So pretty much everything that Xbox gets, PC is going to get too. And crossplay, they want that to be a thing too. Yeah, Phil Spencer. Sorry, I don't know why I can think of his damn name. Uh, but yeah, like that's what he's really trying to do. That's his vision. So like xbox is essentially like just worthless unless you like refuse to get a pc for whatever reason then you could just get this but, but you're still not scared of it, though. to yeah. play yeah there's still really no point so it just it really upsets me that like we're at this point and people are still like not paying attention and they're just stuck in their ways i want to play on the console i want to play on the console my friends but, are on the console yeah like that's that's, that's what it is you can't use these excuses anymore so it's it's really just just sad that people are still going to get it but i think this is going to sell fairly well i don't know um how much well it's going to sell than the xbox one or the xbox one s but i think it'll it'll end up catching up and and most likely surpassing the ps4 pro in my opinion hmm. you got any comments Ace? Uh, I mean, you guys pretty much uh, explained it pretty well, but I will say, in my in my opinion, I think there are still a lot of people that are afraid to go to PC gaming because of keyboard and mouse, and if they're looking for that graphical boost or the wanting to play in 4K, and if they already had 4K monitor, I mean 4K TV and all that, then they'll probably go with the Xbox One, and also we got uh, uh, Xbox One X, and also we got to mention that. There's just a lot of people that are just true fanboys of it and will get it just because it's an Xbox console and they want to support Microsoft. And and it's just, it's weird. And uh, as a gaming perspective, like you should want things to continue to progress and move forward. And if you already have a PC, what's the point of getting the Xbox One X when all their quote unquote exclusives, which Microsoft has changed the word to, to um to goes to pc anyway like if they would have put a game a game like anthem like what we saw at e3 this year and they would have put that as an xbox one x exclusive i guarantee you more people would buy it because that game looks amazing but they're probably not, they're not gonna do it because it's coming to pc but there's just some people that generally support xbox and microsoft and just stuck in their old ways not just because of their friends but because they just feel like microsoft is the best and they need to support it and throw their money away and that's what they're gonna do and if that's what they're gonna do then hey more power to them you can't tell a man or a woman to do anything they want without with their own money but i just think that's strange and i don't think i think the numbers will actually be more than what the xbox one sold at yeah i just think it needed a game it, it didn't need a whole it didn't even need a whole lineup it just needed one game that shows hey this is the difference between xbox one x and the rest of the competition and they couldn't even do that uh and, on, and then on top of that to make matters worse uh what's that shit uh 
What's the shit with the, the, the cop that jumps around the place? What's that shit called? That shit's not looking too good either. You talking about uh, uh, Crackdown 3? Yeah, Crackdown 3 is not looking too mm. hot now. Uh, the Dragon game got canceled. Uh, mm. What was that shit called again? Uh, do with the headphones. Uh, Scalebound. Scalebound, Scalebound. Yeah, they got canceled. So it's like... What are you playing on your Xbox One X the day it comes out? <laughs> like I hope, I hope because you know how they they do like those launch events. I hope like IGN like interviews people like in the GameSpot line or wherever they're going to pick it up at Best Buy and be like, so what are you playing on this? I'm just curious to hear what they are. You buying this to get that? Because they did announce that a patch is coming out for uh, Gears of War Four, an enhanced version that's adding 4K and uh, it's adding 1080p, 60fps. I think it's like is that the reason you're buying it just for the pet the patch or like I'm, I'm like I'm curious to see they got to do a little montage of that. Um, I want to play Madden in 4K. I want to play Destiny 2. I want to play Call of Duty. Wait, and... Destiny 2 is going to be at 4K? 4K 60? No, no, no. no. Nah, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just saying overall, like they're gonna they're gonna mention multi platform games. What about what about Killer Instinct? No, that's still that's still an Xbox. No, no, that shit's on, on, that shit's on, on PC Steam. Well. Yeah, it's on Steam now, bro. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, ain't nobody even play that game no more. Nomad don't even play that game no more. <laughs> so, I try to I try to plug you in there, Xbox. They shot you down. So it, yeah, it, most it, 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 now, Microsoft shut itself down. Like, <laughs> at the end of the day, like I want to see these gaming companies and all that like be great and like continue to move forward. But when you when it's self inflicted wounds, it's like all right, y'all need to mm-hmm. take a chill pill. And it doesn't help that their fan base. And not all of them, just some, most of them, had this like weird like mentality where no matter how bad or something is doing, they have to go out and support it no matter what. Right. So it'd be interesting to see how the Xbox One X uh, is perceived in the public. Uh, it drops November seventh. Anybody in chat? Did y'all pre-order it? I'm looking at the chat. We'll see. We'll see. Um, since we're talking about Xbox, we're gonna move to the Xbox section. A little bit of news, not a whole lot. Um, so your free games for November 2017th, Games for Gold, as long as you keep paying for that, uh, you know, that Xbox Live Gold. There's four games up for grabs. On the Xbox One, you get Trackmania Turbo, which is a pretty dope racing game. I have it on PC. So you get to create your own tracks and stuff. Pretty cool. And then Tales from the Borderland, which, you know, Telltale games are always dope. And then the Xbox 360, you get Knight's game from, uh, I think it was from Sega Saturn. that got ported over to the 360. And then some game I've never heard of called Deadfall. Which, keep in mind, both games are playable on the Xbox One X due to backwards compatibility. So look out for those games in November. Um, should be interesting. Uh, other Xbox news. Uh, the fucking... Ah, oh, goddamn, I, I brought up the wrong damn article. So Xbox, uh, the original Xbox, the one from like 2001, backwards compatibility has come to it. Um, did anybody own an Xbox back in the day? Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, I did. Okay, okay, okay. So, uh, Horatio, is this doing anything for you now that uh, you can play your original Xbox games? I put the wrong damn link up there. Yes, you did. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, I'll find it. Go, go ahead. Uh. No, because I want to play my Xbox. I want to play my Xbox. Like, I, I mean, backwards compatibility would be cool if y'all had some exclusives going on right now. Like, I, y'all have some new stuff, but I don't. I'm not. Don't care about backwards compatibility. Nah, Twitter reason. was hype. What do you talk about? Everybody was hype about it, right? There was a whole party. Mm, 
Hold on. So, what's everybody's fondest memories with the original Xbox? Does anybody Halo. have it? Halo? Probably Halo. 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 Yeah. All right. Halo. Specific, Halo. Specific, specifically Halo. Blood Gold. Specifically Blood Gold. So, <laughs> so you, so y'all That's not play, y'all not copping that Xbox One to play that Halo One. No, no, no. Nah. I can get it on PC. Right, it's on PC. <laughs> I really, really want to. The original one is on PC. People you guys are starting to sound like Xbox haters. <laughs> <laughs> well, not at all. Well, I guess nobody here cares about it, but I thought I'd put that out there to everybody in the chat so you know uh, you can now play Xbox games on your Xbox One. They launched with 13 games, and I'm sure more are going to come every month as they start to improve the emulation system. Psychonauts is one of them, Knights of the Old Republic. We got the list on there if you guys want to check it out. Uh, <laughs> whatever. Uh, <laughs> last piece of Xbox news. This is pretty sad news right here. Um, RIP to the Connect. The original Kinect that came out for the Xbox 360, Microsoft has ended production on the Microsoft Connect. If you guys don't remember, it was the camera that uh, that was supposed to be the the the, the Wii killer. It allowed you to play motion control games. Um, some of my fondest memories, I'll say, of the original Connect was uh, Angry Joe doing reviews of all the shitty Connect games. Uh, it really made me happy that I never bought one. Did anybody ever buy Connect? Play some uh some dance dance or some shit like that? Whatever them dance games are called. Negative, or I'm good. Nah, my sister had it. I ain't gonna lie, we jammed out and danced in. Hey man, uh, if that's what you're into. If you got kids and everything like that too, and want to do that, it's more interesting. Yeah, more she time. had she had two kids, but you know they. they man, I, I gotta get that. Man, that's different. That's family bonding. That's yeah, different. that's family thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like if you, I knew somebody that had it, but like I never found the uh, a reason to buy one myself. Mm. But yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't get one for myself. No point for it. What's the name? I think uh, the funniest, the, the best memories I have to connect is uh, when they first revealed it. And uh, I don't know, like, you guys should go watch the montage on YouTube. I don't know what year E3 it was, but, like, he was showing off the Avatar moving and the dude's leg, like, went into his head. And then they had, like, the Star Wars <laughs> presentation where the dude was basically mimicking what was going on on the screen. And we found out that shit was fake. Also, that little boy Milo. I don't know if you guys remember that shit for the Connect. That shit was fake, too. Like, everything was literally fake about the Connect, And it's like... Why did you guys do this? Why? It never worked. <laughs> so, uh, RIP the Connect, man. You guys uh, died pretty soon. Anybody in the chat have one? Let us know. Yeah, Xbox, man. Y'all, y'all horrible. Terrible. Man. Moving on to Nintendo news. Speaking of fucking up. Uh, so, <laughs> Jay wrote the, which one, the article on this one. Uh, Nintendo is shutting down YouTube live streams. Talk about it, Jay. Did I write this one? Yeah, you did. This was you. You're right. I wrote it. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So supposedly anybody that's not a part of like the Nintendo. uh, What's that program or whatever? What's that shit called? Well, you part of it, Ace. uh, Nintendo's creator program. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure it's anybody that's part of that program. They're shutting down their YouTube live streams. Like you're not allowed to have fun and play Nintendo games on YouTube. Is that correct? No, 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 no. Here, here, you're, you're not getting it right. You can be a part of that program, and they will still shut your streams down. They told they say, they're saying what you can't do if you're a Nintendo in a Nintendo Creators program is you cannot live stream Nintendo games under your Nintendo Creators uh, account. So what you got to do is create another account that's not associated with Nintendo's Creator program to be able to live stream. That's what's happening. 
then yeah that makes no sense but that's what's happening it's it's dumb like why you're shooting yourself in the foot hey you put us through this and say if you want us to showcase your video games on youtube then you have to be part of the nintendo creators program or else they're gonna flag it and they're gonna demonetize it and you're not gonna make any money but hey we're not gonna allow you to live stream it but you can be under our program and that, and but the thing is though it's, it's like kicking yourself in the back like it's like it's a double-edged sword what's the point of being part of Nintendo's creator program when if you try to live stream it on YouTube with that associated account, they're going to snipe you. Like, that makes no sense. Can anybody try to rationalize why you think they would do this? No! No. <laughs> I can't at all. Horatio, you got any type of insight on this? Because you live in Japan, maybe? I don't know. Like, is there a cultural difference? Like, we don't understand or something? I don't know. I have no clue what's happening. <laughs> no idea why they're doing this. Uh, my bad, Jay. Go ahead. Oh, for them to already uh, have you go into this program in order to uh, pledge your loyalty to Nintendo, so I don't understand so... why the live streaming part is the problem now. Like, do they not want you associated live with the game? I don't know because, I mean, if you're already in the program and you're already doing Nintendo videos, that means right. that your personality is it's with the video. So maybe, what's maybe, wrong with maybe. the personality being with the live stream of you playing <laughs> live everybody? I just I don't. Dude, I got it. I got it. I got it. Maybe this is what Nintendo's thing is like. So I'm not gonna. Uh, completely crap on Nintendo because certain games Nintendo make are, are good and funny and I enjoy them. I'm playing one of them now. But maybe they were like, wait, we don't want our people to live stream the game because if they live stream it and there happens to be issues, that means that they have to, everyone is seeing it live. That means they don't have any type of creative control over it. Because so, Pie they- nigger. <laughs> oh. I was literally about to say that. That's the only thing I could think of. Yeah, and, and let's keep in mind that PewDiePie nigger shit did happen on YouTube. It wasn't yeah. Twitch. Yeah, and it, it, yeah. <laughs> so Nintendo says, "Don't say nigger." <laughs> <laughs> don't don't make pictures of uh, Mario and Peach kissing or doing any unexplainable acts. No, it no, honestly does. Right. No, Ace does make a good point though, because when it's live, they can't control the message. But if you're uploading it. content, they can tell you, nah, you can't upload that. You you can't, because exactly. I would imagine you have to schedule the video and they have to they have to approve yeah, it before it goes yeah, live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, they want to scream it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. That's why they, they, you schedule the video under the Nintendo Creators Program. Once you get that particular video approved, then it's cool. You can make money from it, and then you can put it out on your YouTube channel. But they have to scrub everything down and, uh, uh, and, and make sure it's good first. That's Boy, why. I, they are yeah, Big Brother stuff for yeah, real. That's what I'm saying. Nintendo's on, the Nintendo shooting on uh, self in the foot. So, hey, it's all good. Twitch, we out here. You know what I'm saying? Twitch, Twitch, we, we good. We good. Yeah. Now, as of now, there are no problems with uh, you streaming Nintendo games on Twitch. Twitch. Yeah, uh, exactly. but I, hope that they, I hope that they don't come over there in the future. Nah, it. man. They, 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 bro, Twitch can't do that. They they, they can't. They you don't want Nintendo. Nintendo go do whatever the hell they want. Do you I, I remember the year? Remember the year when they shut down Evo for streaming Spaz Brothers? You know what's funny? Oh, Competition yeah, against them. Yeah, Nintendo be wild. Yeah. Now that I think about it, now that I think about it, this news did come out after the PewDiePie shit. Yeah, it did. You're right. It absolutely did. And, be, and they were like, you know, the biggest gaming streamer on YouTube. Imagine if that would have been associated with a Nintendo game. You know how much flack that Nintendo would have got from that? Does PewDiePie play Nintendo games? I, I could, it doesn't I matter. Know. He's. They said, it "Don't touch matter. him." They said, "Don't touch him." <laughs> I, I'm actually curious. How does this affect YouTube? Because YouTube gaming is already, it's already behind, 
and now you're taking one of the biggest platforms which is nintendo and you're completely removing it and totally giving it to twitch which is going to force those content creators to go over to twitch how does this affect youtube's growth like are they looking at like damn nintendo fucked us over yeah that's that's true because yeah there's there, there's a, it's a, it's a bunch of excuse my language, y'all, but it's a bunch of cluster fuck. That's what it is. Like Nintendo's fucking itself, YouTube's fucking itself. They're all uh, it's fucking stupid. Like Everybody's that's what it themselves. is. Pretty much. All right. It's stupid. Keep it in the family. Got a orgy going. <laughs> yeah. Keep it in the family. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> so it'd be interesting to see how this plays out. Will this rule remain, or will they eventually lift it? It's like a temporary thing. I don't know. Just wanted to give you guys a heads up if you have any dreams of becoming a streamer, you're trying to get into it. Don't do it on YouTube, at least with Nintendo game. Stick to Twitch. Facts. Or go to yeah. Hitbox, baby. <laughs> Hitbox, you can do whatever over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or Smash TV, whatever it's called now. Um, What's the name? Other Nintendo news, they just had a uh, Nintendo Direct, I think, like last week, where they basically went over their new Animal Crossing game, which is going mobile. Um, I don't know if any of us are into Animal Crossing. Is anybody no. into this? It has a huge fan base, though. They're gonna, yeah, they're gonna, a lot of people will get that. It's like the like, Sims fan base. The yeah, same. but the, the people love Animal Crossing. So for them to being able to put it on, um, uh, put it on the mobile device and have it to go wherever you go, there, there's going to be a huge following behind that. And Nintendo was smart for that and to market that. Um, they're gonna, a lot of people, they're gonna make some money from that for sure. I'm not gonna lie, I never played Animal Crossing because I never wanted to pay like 30, 40 bucks for the game. But because it's going to be a free-to-play game on mobile, I'm actually willing to try it just to see what it's about. Right. So, I don't know. Uh, yeah, just want to put that out there. I don't think anybody's in here. We a bunch of grown-ass men. Uh, most of y'all ain't going to be into this. But, yeah, microtransactions. More coming to the phone. So, look, <laughs> out, for, look out for that. Last, last piece of Nintendo news. Uh, video capture, but more importantly, GameCube controller support came to the Switch. And uh, this is sparking up rumors that there possibly could be Smash Bros. on the Switch because the only game that worked on uh, the GameCube controller worked on for the Wii U was Smash Bros. and Mario Kart. We already mm-hmm. got Mario Kart on the Switch, so yeah. You think- well, then you know they're gonna come out with another Mario Kart eventually because they got Mario Kart Deluxe Eight, and they're gonna have another one afterwards for sure. You think there's a chance we can get a Smash Bros. Ace? Um, I think they're gonna do a. I think they're gonna do uh, a port from the current Smash Bros. and then maybe include maybe a couple of new characters on the Switch. And I think that that maybe come out maybe in the next couple of years, and then they'll actually come out with a new one because I mean they already have one on the Nintendo 3DS, and you know their whole marketing when it comes to the Nintendo Switch is portability. So imagine people, uh, why would Nintendo wouldn't be like, hey, you want to play uh, Super Smash Bros. with your friends on the go? Here, played on the Nintendo Switch. Can we get and a Smash Bros. Melee HD? That would be, bro. That would it's be still perfect. the only game that's being played at tournaments. Can we get it in HD? Yeah, yeah. Wait, that would, that would <laughs> the Smash Bros. ain't never gonna let that game go. No, away. no. I, it's still the best yeah. Smash Bros. Like it, it is. It's definitely, it's definitely the best Smash Bros. For sure. I definitely would like to see that, but I wouldn't be mad if they they brought the latest one because I did like the latest one. Uh, add a couple characters. Like, what characters? What, what characters would you like to see if they did add new ones? Um, honestly, I would like to see Rayman on there. Rayman would be a perfect character to be on. That actually um, makes sense yeah. uh, on the Smash yeah. Bros. And I think that would be pretty dope. I mean, like he has a, a major power up, like the golden golden fist. So I can see him having that on there. I mean, they got Ryu from Street Fighter. Street Fighter. I want Banjo with Knuckles. Yeah, play, 
Put no, yeah, I'm about to say put knuckles on that hole. Knuckles, <laughs> knuckles. Gliding back <laughs> on the joint. <laughs> like put like knuckles uh, or shadow on there because you got shadow um as a um uh, like a don't encourage character. clone characters. No, 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 no. Listen though, but they had uh shadow on there as a assist character where he was able to use his chaos control, which would slow down time. So, man, yeah. so you might as well use that and as his special uh when he gets a smash ball or whatever, and then implement that there. He wouldn't move just like sonic because he wouldn't have that um ability to be able to uh like do your down b where you come down like a kick it'd be something different and maybe he can he can include some other skill sets and move sets so that's why we see like shadow rayman maybe knuckles on there um let's see uh maybe a matter of fact another character that you can be able to do you could do a character from arms as well that I mean, that would be putting all the stupid thing from Splatoon on there too. Yeah, or or you can no Splatoon two, two, Splatoon two. No, I, I don't think I can say it right. Uh, but I can definitely, I can definitely see an arms character being featured on that for sure. I can see like an arm stretching his arms on the edge and pulling himself up. I can see that. Yeah, I see. I was trying wanna... to talk about too many Sonic characters. What? You never be too many Sonic characters. Ever. They said they said somebody, <laughs> them, boy. somebody said they want Twin Tail from Arms in the game specifically. That that's the thick one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh no, <laughs> the mommy, the mommy. Y'all want that one? <laughs> thick. I just I just want to hit my chan. Oh yeah, I just want to hit my top, hit my Lee. That would be dope. Get him on top, nigga. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, my chat. Versus uh, Lil Matt. Oh man. Him on top would probably be like a spam character, though. For sure, I can tell. I feel like that'd be a spam character. It's whatever. Mm -hmm. It's whatever. So this is us just wishing. Though, hopefully, uh, Nintendo does that. I mean, it only makes sense. Smash Bros. on the go on switches. I'm not gonna lie. Like being able to take the switch everywhere is nice. I underestimated that. It, It definitely is cool. Uh, the controls really feel nice with the Joy Cons attached to the monitor. Much better than I thought it would. Uh. I thought it would be so I give kudos to Nintendo on the Switch. Um hopefully they bring that. Uh moving on to PC news. Uh Lawbreakers 2.0 update is here. <laughs> and uh all right, so Lawbreakers is currently Actually, you know what? Let's be like, I'm doing some asshole shit. Let's bring it up on stream, bro. Lawbreakers. Oh, current, no. current uh current players. What's what's the website? The Steam oh Steam Steam charts. Steam, I think. Yes. Yeah, I found it. So Lawbreakers currently has forty six people playing at the moment. Uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> we make a progress. <laughs> <laughs> it peaked Be in there. It peaked the last twenty four hours at sixty three players. Ooh. Uh, and uh, they just launched patch 2.0 called the All-Star Update, which includes their new ranked mode. They're calling it the Boss Leagues. Now, the Boss Leagues, you got to play 10 matches to get your rank. Now, after you find 10 matches, it take about a week. You're going to get your rank, and <laughs> and you're going to be able to play on the new map. The uh, the new, uh, like, aesthetics and all that shit. Like, how, how you guys feel? Are you guys excited that ranked is here, ranked play is here, and the uh, Lawbreakers? I uninstalled this shit two days ago because I need room for Destiny. So <laughs> <laughs> they brought that feature too late. They should have had it initially. Why would you bring a ranking system when you only have less than one percent of the entire people that bought the game playing it? That makes no sense. It's kind of too late. They need to just say, "F it, we messed up. We shouldn't have did this, and we should have 
maybe did some other steps to make the game better, but there's no point. We're sorry. We'll take the L and move forward. They've already lost money. Why do this? Because putting patches and updates and everything like that is only draining the company more. That makes no sense. In all seriousness. Time to release it on the Xbox One X. I'm so I'm so sad, man. I really don't know what happened to this game. I was thinking it was way better, bro. I missed all this shit too. Nah, I'm good. I gave up. I gave up on it, man. It was taking up space. I was not going to come back. Like that's absolutely ridiculous, man. It doesn't matter what updates are coming out. They said that they have an entire roadmap for the rest of the year. It's not popping, yo. It's the not only poppin'. thing people want to hear about an update is free to play. That's all they mm-hmm. want. That's all. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you know the part that kills me about these updates. If you guys follow Lawbreakers on YouTube, and I'm, I'm assuming most of y'all don't, I do subscribe to them. Whenever they drop their new update videos, they'll be like, "Hey, what's up, fans?" And their 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 update videos be having more people than they have playing. It'll be like five thousand people who watch their new update video, but then it's only fifty people playing the game. It's like, where are where are y'all at? Why aren't y'all playing the game? Like, are y'all trolling uh, Boss Key? Like, are you great update, man? Can't wait to play it. Yeah, just watching the video. Yeah, it'd be hella comments. Yo, I love this community. I'm like, what? Like, I, I at this point, I think they're trolling. It's it's trolls. It's trolls. You love you love you and your you and your couple of friends that you befriended on on Lawbreakers that y'all play with every day. Like, nobody else wins. I ain't gonna lie. I, I got Lawbreakers uh, on PlayStation, and people still playing on there. I, Man, I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> I instantly thought I was in a ranked game. I was like, oh, cool. No tutorial. All right. Shouldn't be hard to pick up. Oh, cool. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm dead. I uh, forgot. Uh, who, who that? That's funny because that's one of the things that they introduce in this update is a, an actual guided it's tutorial too on how to play the game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, it's too late. late. <laughs> I'm, if I'm not good at the game now. I forgot to mention uh, this too. Uh, like the matchmaking takes so long that when he was live streaming last week, somebody oh, no. was in a Lawbreaker stream. <laughs> it's up on your screen right now. You'll see it. This dude was live streaming Lawbreakers and fell asleep looking for a match. It took two hours <laughs> to find a match, bro. And this man, look at this man. He is knocked the fuck out, bro. It's crazy, bro. So what? Hold up. Before I switch the subject, what do y'all think it takes for Lawbreakers to come back? Not free to, to play. play. No, 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 no. Jesus, Jesus Christ has to come down from heaven and, and bless Cliffy B and the rest of these motherfuckers with some type of idea that just would make people just want to play it like automatic. And even free to play, I don't think can truly save it. Jesus That's don't need life. to come down and tell him to make it free to play. <laughs> Ain't not gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's up to Nexon because he. I think Nexon's their publisher. Nexon's yes. got to give them the green, but he's got to like they've got to give them the green because if they don't, they're literally losing money right now. He got to stop Unless, being stubborn, man. Yeah. I think that at this point, like people just want to fuck with Cliffy B at this. At this point, like I just think that they just want to fuck with him. Just 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 I'm glad you yeah. brought that name out, Jay, because oh, the no. next subject, <laughs> <laughs> Cliffy B, the head of Lawbreakers, uh, he's basically telling the press to go fuck off. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna throw you the oop on this one. Break it down for the people. Is Cliffy B going crazy, Ethos? I think Cliffy's starting to lose his mind. He's going through, he's going through it. He's going through I, something. I showed TBH's article and I said, I think he's becoming the Trump of the gaming industry. Like, he's, oh, no. <laughs> he's, uh, he's low key. And I understand what he's saying. Like, the definitely, I, and I didn't know me and TBH said this. I, it seems like now a lot of, uh, po- uh, news, uh, places like Kotaku and stuff are just posting articles constantly saying that the, the uh, player base is just dropping every single time. Like, so when it hits zero, they made articles for it. Uh, when it made, like, when it gets lower and lower, bad news happens. They always post an article for it. Uh, because if I'm correct, I can't recall how many of them made articles about like his new 2.0 update. Which is they fair. haven't. 
they have it. So that's fair. That's a fair argument. We argue there are hit pieces out for Lawbreakers, but, but you can't you can't say about GI updates because we did a, we did a article both. So we give them the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, so reliable journalism <laughs> over here, baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, like he, I understand he's like I understand he's like in a really bad situation and and. Uh, I wouldn't say the press has done him no favors, unfortunately, but I mean, uh, I'd also argue that Cliffy hasn't done the game any favors either. Would you? Said and uh, by pretty much like spitting on the people that made his like made his career, which would be Gears, in my opinion, uh, majority of Gears to spit on that entire fan base and like clown them uh, before your game came out, it kind of really came back to bite you in the ass. And so I think it's just karma at the end of the day. He got hit with some humble pie, and uh, right he has now, a Lambo. You know, yeah, he got a Lambo anyway, so I think he'll be fine. But he crying in that Lambo. So let me give the people the quotes that Cliffy <laughs> actually said about uh, Lawbreak and how he feels like the media is attacking the game. <clears throat> let me put in my Cliffy B voice. <clears throat> the gaming press is just looking for clicks, man. They're just looking for ad revenue. We're gonna keep doing what we're doing, and they're welcome to print whatever they want. But as far as I'm concerned, they can fuck off. We're going to keep making our game for our fans. Everyone who's played it loves it. You look at the Steam reviews and we're damn near 90%. The thing is, we don't have enough players yet. We have a small, (laughs) fledgling community that we're continuing to staunchly communicate with on a regular basis. Cliffy B. (laughs) And then he says later in the article, he kind of said fake news. In the article, while Cliffy is right, there's a positive. It is important for us to note that his recent reviews have been getting mixed reviews. <laughs> oh my god, bro. Oh man, this is so oh, man. I think we have more patrons than they have games that people that play the Oh my god. god. <laughs> Shout out to the Patreon backers, bro. Oh, oh my god, oh, bro. That's Why great. I just popped in my head, man. Oh, <laughs> goodness. All right, yo. Uh, let's end the, end the PC news with a, quick, quick, uh, a couple quick hits. Uh, Injustice 2 got announced for PC. Uh, beta is supposed to be coming real soon. And then uh, Neo also got announced for PC. Um, and that version of the game is going to come with all the DLC, which is dope. Um, if you haven't got a chance to play Neo. Um, I don't know if Injustice on PC is going to include all the DLC. They didn't say any of that, but I would hope for making people wait that long. Plus, the community is probably going to be smaller. Um, what did you say you wanted to say about this in the DMs, uh, Ethos? What, about which one? About these two games being announced for the PC. Oh, uh, that a lot of games that it seems like a lot of games that are coming out that only come out on consoles are actually lying and they're just coming out on PC a little bit later. So we're seeing that little pattern starting to show. I mean, it's always been there's been always been examples of that, but I think this year has been very interesting because this is like two, and I'm pretty sure there's more games where originally they were released just for consoles, so that everybody bought them on consoles, and then they released on PC, literally just like you know a couple months later. So, yeah, uh, I'm kind of mad because I would have picked up Neo on PC if I had known ahead of time, but I bought that shit on PS4, and uh, yeah, unless I can play the DLC like without having to beat the entire base game, then I don't think I'm gonna pick it up on PC. But uh, it's a great game. Uh, Injustice, I never bought it, but now I'm going to pick it up on PC when it's on sale. Somebody said, hopefully Injustice has crossplay. If it has crossplay, I would consider picking it up again. Yeah, because that game probably going to look really nice on a PC. So. Yeah. yeah. And no one is half the battle. G.I. Joe. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is the last podcast. TwitchCon happened. I uh, just wanted to briefly go over it. Uh, TwitchCon, if you're unfamiliar with it, is the annual... 
uh, event that they have. That's all things Twitch. Um, they have their press conference where they announce the new features. Um, I know some of you guys in the chat, probably a lot of y'all stream on Twitch. I know a lot of people in the Discord do. Um, so you might not caught this news. Um, just a quick summary of some of the things that they announced. They announced premieres, which is basically them uh, them going more at full steam ahead uh, with the video upload features. Now you can, like I guess, schedule and let people know when the video is going to go live. Um, the only thing that I'm disappointed about this uh, feature is they didn't really say still how they're going to... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, how they're going to categorize or uh, how they're going to organize. Or uh, what's the word I'm looking for where you... Uh, help push content to the front where's the word I'm for? i don't know they, they haven't they haven't said still how they're going to actually present this content like they've given us the option to schedule it and upload it and like now your viewers are going to know but how do we find new viewers deeper details later and, and like probably more announcements later on but not not the answer moment yeah like how they're going to promote it like blake, blake says in the chat like is there going to be a related video section where you could find new content creators like are, are they going the full youtube route or is it just you can upload and schedule it because if it's that it kind of still seems pointless uh that's kind of a disappointment uh they announced raids which you allow to basically backslash type raid and then the channel and then basically you can go into somebody else's chat and raid them uh, this is another feature I don't understand the point of, uh, because uh, go ahead, go Dave. No, I was gonna say before you go deeper into it, I think with it, the the one thing that will make the raids actually better than uh, using the command host, because a lot of people don't realize, like say for instance, TBH host one of host one of us uh, after he's finished streaming or something like that. A lot of the viewers, if they're on a mobile device won't get transferred over to uh, that new streamer's uh, Twitch. So what ends up happening, it will say that all these viewers have been uh, transferred over, but only half of them have because they're on a desktop. So what ends up, if raids incorporate mobile devices and also your PC, then I can see more of why people would use raids. Plus, a lot of people raid uh, people's chat anyway, so there has to be more uh, um, there has to be more deeper fe uh, uh, features than just those two because for instance the homie Dave will have some type of raid where he'll do like data loading and everything like that to somebody else's stream but he yeah. has to manually yeah he has to manually do it for everybody like that so it's it's a, it's a cool thing to do is what a lot of other streamers do shout out to Data Dave though he's a homie it's and, Data this Dave is basically, this is basically like hosting while you're still streaming yeah exactly uh... I mean, so you don't have to you don't have to cut your stream off then host you can well, just raid somebody and send them all over while you're but can't you do host still okay that's that's actually good then. Yeah. well why yeah, can't you did. can't you still host while you're still streaming because no, i've actually i've actually never tried it i don't think so no 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 i because i've done it before when i'll host like somebody and it'll say currently hosting this person so they i'm not sure stream will it uh I, that, that's the thing i'm not i'm not sure i've never yeah, seen see it like i said i've never ever tried it so I'm worried about this being potentially abused. They need to put something in place because. Yeah, what about somebody like trying to like just harass people? Abuse? Yeah, harass somebody. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what raiding was. Everybody like, raid him and are. say Alex is a nigger. Like, come on, bro. Yeah. Like that type of shit. Yeah. Well, so I think I... that it gives a it gives a tracker, so like you can find out who the person that's doing it, and then you can cut them. Yeah, I mean it's more of a positive a positive thing now with like what you guys are saying with raid. So if it's something that is gonna uh, help uh, the kind of. Twitch streamers, partners, affiliates, and all that. I mean, I'm more than for it. 
Okay. So that has potential to be good. Yeah, it has potential. We just gotta need more we need more details behind it, basically. This feature seems stupid to be honest. They announced rooms, which allows you to basically separate the chat, create groups within the chat. I don't they like clicks. That seems kinda high schoolish and stupid to me. Um, and then rituals, it makes it easier for you to celebrate special moments that bring the community together. Say a viewer is checking out the new channel for the first time, it'll like welcome them, stuff like that. I guess that's cool. That's cool. Uh, yeah. Wait, it's basically doing what like your Moobot does. It like right. says you because you know when someone new comes through, they're like, "Hey, so and so, this is Twitch integrating it within the chat instead of you having to use a bot to do it." Okay. Yeah. I mean that's cool though. So you don't because some people are afraid to use the bot because maybe they don't know how to program it correctly and everything like that. Maybe this is a way a step up from it. To be and the most important, learn. the most important thing about this is they have the choice as a viewer because like if they still want to lurk, they can. But they have the choice to actually choose whether they want to announce a sale to the chat or not. Right. Instead of like, because some of these bots be snitching. I ain't even gonna lie, bro. They be snitching. <laughs> I'll be like, bro, I'm not fucking here. Like, just, like calm down, yo. We tell my This is definitely a dope feature. If you're not an affiliate or a partner yet, they now have achievements, which will be like a roadmap that you can track. Uh, different things that you do say hit a certain amount of followers or a certain amount of viewers yeah. it helps you it basically it's it's like the, um what they added in 2k it helps you uh badge grind it gives you a little wait, meter wait wait, wait 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 hold on y'all not bringing up the real thing is so does this mean that twitch got um twitch uh actually has uh achievements before nintendo yeah yeah i didn't think about that right does it even no. matter <laughs> I just wanted to put it out there. Like, Only sweaty the nerds care about their gamer scores and trophies. Their e penis. <laughs> I have five platinums. Huh? <laughs> my, like my long e penis. Like, all right, bro, whatever. Uh, the, 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 this is cool. My one problem with those achievements are: yeah. what if I'm already a partner? Like, what do I have to look forward to? Are like, are you guys gonna right. announce something for us? I mean, you can get, you can progress too. You'll probably get all those achievements that you already would have had if you just started. At least they should do that, and then it should be more incentives for you to even reach even higher goals, Mister Clout Lord. And they should have some like some interesting <laughs> achievements too. Not not just like get a hundred followers or get a hundred viewers. There's got to be some real interesting right. shit like. Uh, Get called nigger five times in your stream chat. I would win that one, baby. <laughs> February, there has to be a, P- uh, a POC achievement list. February, you get an exclusive uh, black card uh, emote. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna have some interesting achievements, not just some regular ones, bro. Some some stuff that I can strive for. Right. Uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah they're having that and then the last thing they announced is subscription gifting which has been a long time coming now if you uh if you got a friend that wants to subscribe to someone and they can't afford it you can buy it for them and gift it to them which then they can give to the streamer so that's cool uh, well, that's cool but there's there's one thing for that one in particular it's a that's that's something that's going to get abused so they have to what do you mean uh, like i feel like that's going to get abused in the sense of like people that um say for instance like a twitch affiliate uh that's you know is up and coming and is trying to you know get more subs and sub points and everything like that so what they'll do is they'll create multiple fake accounts and then like gift and everything like that and then that kind of messes with your but numbers they're spending their own money yeah they're spending I mean, their own money what are you talking about they're spending, they're spending their own money but i feel like people can still abuse it no 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 no, no. <laughs> i i actually i no, i actually argued not only they're spending their money they're actually losing money because if you buy yourself your own subscription from a different account keep in mind twitch takes half so you're losing money. 
spending five bucks to get two fifty. What are you talking about? Sub count up, which people can't see, by the way. Yeah, like what is the sub count doesn't mean anything on there? Like only we can see it. I mean, I think when I say um, that they would be uh, abusing it, because like you know, there's a certain incentives that you get as a partner if you uh, if you unlock like a certain amount of uh, subscriber points, then you get to lock an uh, um, emote. What's gonna stop somebody to just yeah, but but there's an affiliate though. You still only get one per tier, so that's I don't think that that would benefit an affiliate at all. And still, even as a partner, why would you do that? You're literally wasting money. You're spending your own money to do that. I mean, I guess, I guess, if you want to, if you went, if you want to get an extra, uh, you want to get an extra slide for an emo, go for it. But that's still dumb at the end of the day. Yeah, I guess. No, but what I was saying though, I I feel like the jokes are going to come that they're going to be asking uh, the streamers uh, to give them a sub now. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that, Rick. Oh, like, it's, it's not helping anybody. Like so I, I hope that that, that does it. It's going to it's gonna turn into, it's going to turn from, oh, wait, my bank account is set up, or uh, do y'all take food stamps to, to yo, yo, yeah, if you give me the sub, yeah, it's going to turn into yeah. that, basically. Yeah. I'll be here all the time, dog. Just give me a sub <laughs> so I can use the emos, dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. Uh, but yeah, that was TwitchCon. Uh, and then also a lot of Twitch streamers got in trouble because they wanted to live stream in real life and be assholes at TwitchCon. Which Twitch nerds. Hey, guys, I'm cool. I'm at a party drinking with the developers, and you're not here. Ha ha. That's a rich compilation. Now, Blake said you go. He said you gonna do that yourself, man. You gonna buy a bunch of subs for yourself? Nah, yeah. man. I got loyal subs out here and regulars. They know who they are. Shout out to mm-hmm. all the subs in here, man. So, so you, you ain't got to do it. So. Ace's Navy. <laughs> Ace's <laughs> Navy. <laughs> um, I ain't got to do that shit. Can I do gift cards? <laughs> <laughs> YouTube news. Everybody's coming up with conspiracies. Everybody's getting demonetized. And even uh, Matt Pat from Game Theory has gotten in on the theory. The, yeah, on the theories. <laughs> he's um, claiming that he's recognized that him after being demonetized on YouTube, YouTube is no longer promoting his videos. His views drop almost ninety percent after being demonetized. Uh, oh do, you, do you guys think there's any truth to this? If your videos are not kid friendly, YouTube will no longer uh, promote you. Because he has no proof. He just he's looking at the stats and he's assuming. He has no proof, but with YouTube and how YouTube has been, that's the lie. I wouldn't be surprised, fam. To be honest with you, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm actually, I kind of believe it too, because uh, every time my shit gets demonetized, my views go down too. I've noticed, so it, it's one of the. But then YouTube claimed that it's not a thing, um, so it's like one of those things. Is like, who do we trust? Do we trust the state or the people? YouTube right. doesn't even know what they're right. doing. That don't always be, like when anything <laughs> happens. YouTube like, huh? What? What they have it? Oh, okay. Let's look at it. Uh-huh. Like, Is that so, thing with all the black girls around the room? Huh? What? What you talking about? What's yeah. that? What's that? I think I what I've been noticing though is everybody in the, on YouTube are like are not even taking a risk. They like what do you mean? Wait, YouTube's been uh, monetizing videos. They just like cut out the cussing, like any kind of sexual uh, explicit video. Uh, it's not even explicit. yeah every, everybody's definitely like seems that. like they're just cleaning up well, I mean, that. Yeah. just like toning toning down yeah everybody's toning down yeah. a basketball video can get is getting demonetized fam like a basketball video so like anything could like get demonetized fam yeah i mean the good news though is um so they're finally they're finally listening apparently the bot is getting smarter and they've applied an update to where um the, the bot will be 30 percent smarter so like 30% of the videos that were marked as demonetized they're going they're, they should be released in the coming days um, and then your videos should be getting less marked 
by the demonetization bot and over time it should improve more as it gets smarter because it is using a bot and a damn algorithm um so i guess that's one positive thing that it's it's getting better but um as as far as this demonetization how do you guys think it's gonna shape youtube in the next year ethos i don't care I feel you. <laughs> I, I'm working on a game. Fuck them. I don't give a fuck. D-Man said, we'll see all my videos get claimed. That's crazy. And he makes basketball Bro, videos. That's, that's ridiculous. Your UFC videos get claimed and your 2K videos. It's no, too it's violent. Yeah, like people right. like people have been tweeting out. They've been experimenting with it. Like They'll upload the same video twice, and one will be called uh kill smurfs and the other one will be called i love smurfs and like one will get demonetized and the other won't and the thing is the video is the same exact same video there's triggers and shit so basically if, you, if you're doing youtube look out for that like think about how you title your video because these this if one thing everybody has figured out it definitely is uh taking certain words and thumbnails into consideration just be smart about it. yeah you gotta you gotta adapt yeah go to vidme where everybody just complains Damn. about youtube Damn, D man, that sucks. All of them, oh and that's a white boy because you've been. I say you've been getting you hell of views on those. That's wild, yo. Damn, man, yeah, you're messing around with people's money, man. That's that's people not can't money. pay their bills, bro. Um, we got a new section for you guys though. Uh, fucking Ethos just DM'd me all this crazy news that he wanted me to add on uh, podcast news. Uh, so you complain? No, I got notes. I got you. No. notes. I got you. First of all, I didn't complain though. What are you talking <laughs> oh, about? Dude? I'm talking about oh, previously you've complained about. Oh, oh yeah, I gotta God. make the notes and everything. Else. Oh, oh, we know why I said that. Though. That was that was a know, that know, was a I different time. I'm just saying. But this I man gave me notes. he gave me so much negative corporate news today. <laughs> <laughs> I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven things on here that we're going to talk about that I've created a new section that Ethos has created called the Evil Corporation <laughs> News. Uh, we'll call it Definition Industry, Evil Corporation News, something. We're going to put some evil music in this section right here. So, uh, the first thing that we're going to talk about is uh, Visceral Games was shut down by EA. If you're unfamiliar with Visceral Games, their claim to fame is uh, Battlefield Hardline and the Dead Space series. Um, as well as a bunch of other games, uh, a bunch of people lost their job. They also got the um, the Star Wars game that was supposed to be 13 at 13, and they renamed it. That got shut down because Visceral was working on it. Um, go ahead, take the floor on this. How you feel about this, I mean, there's so much. What, where do we start? Do we start about the cancellation? Do we talk about the Star Wars game? Like, uh, why? Why do you think Visceral got shut down? Because uh, they couldn't make the game that EA wanted them to because EA is changing their whole marketing strategy to uh we'll get to that yeah see I, it's all it all goes into one thing it's it's all a bunch of things that work simultaneously but uh the boys Vich, visceral RIP to them I hope they all got you know jobs or else hopefully not outside of the EA space because uh EA's really really fucked this one um EA killed another studio today or previously and uh, most of this just stems out of uh they weren't able to get Star Wars, the Star Wars game they were working on. They couldn't just they couldn't get it to work. Uh, the scope of it was too big, and just a bunch of other factors. Like EA wanted something va uh, vastly different than what the studio could provide, so they axed them for it. Um, oh, this, is, this is just so much. I, I would imagine Hardline uh, had something to do with it too. Hardline was EA's doing. So Hardline was as a result of Dead Space Three failing wise they they were like well if your fucking fran if your franchise can't get you get sales and shit they're like all right how about you guys work on a franchise that we know makes money so they were like work on battlefield hardline 
and so then dice could work on another game, could work on Battlefield One and stuff. Listen, man, let me uh, pull up their fucking whole lineup of games, visceral games. <laughs> Basically, you probably you probably notice if you look at EA's recent games that have been coming out uh, that they've like actually like budgeted. You'll notice that a lot of them have multiplayer. They made Tiger Woods. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They made a, they made like all the James Bond games. Back, yeah, back, mm-hmm. back, back, they made Godfather too. Okay, they got some games under their belt. Godfather yeah, but the, the cool. issue is yeah. that a majority of those old games, their studios are now gone because of EA. Yeah, it's like shut down a majority of those old studios that made a bunch of those old games that you remember. Like Mac, remember yeah. seeing like Maxis and shit. Like EA yeah. killed them. Uh, EA killed Visceral. EA killed EA is probably gonna kill Bioware soon. Um, <laughs> that's really gonna have me upset. Yeah, a lot of people are going to be pissed about that. I'm going to be very pissed about that. But, um, like, this this explains a lot of shit. Like, this explains a lot of, like, issues like Andromeda issues. And, um, because it seems like, it seems as if EA is pretty much screwing over any, like, big, like, play them once and then stop single-player games. And is instead focusing on making multiplayer, like, live service type of games that keep people coming back and playing. Which yeah. also goes into another video. I mean, it goes into another topic, which you posted as well about Anthem. Actually, I'll uh, yeah, I'll move to that. So go ahead with the EA killing the uh, single player game shit. I'm bringing that. Yeah. Up. So I don't need to show the article. Yeah, show the. Yeah, article. I got it up. I got it up. Yeah. I don't know if you want to explain it. Basically. Nah, you go ahead. You go ahead. Uh, so EA's basically they're noticing in the market, which it makes sense that right now they're discovering like with games like Siege and and to destiny and so forth that it's way more better investment wise and budgeting wise to make games that they can support and keep going which is also funny because that's what gamers clamored about a lot they swore that you know i want a 60 dollars game that'll last me a year so they're actually doing that now so they're focusing on making like these one games that focus on making um them last longer so instead of them having to budget and make a bunch of games uh every year after year it's instead making a, a solid base game and then building off of it like how siege is and and stuff like that where like they'll do year one year two like destiny uh 10 year game plan stuff like that so like how destiny was supposed to be like a 10 year plan that's originally how it was going to work but instead they made like big releases in between every like four years and then in between that they give massive expansions towards a game because this basically allows them to cut their bottom end of having to like literally rebuild an entire game from scratch to basically focusing on a core game and then building off of it with like quote-unquote expansion packs so it's like a it's an old form of like back in the day where you buy a game and you get an expansion but it's them them focusing on instead making it where it they make you pay 60 dollars or something like that for a base game then they use microtransactions to subjugate since they make it a lot, make them a lot of money, and they make free updates, which helps that um, whole system of microtransactions keep going, so that they can make more money off of it, and thus they can make more DLC for the game without having to like then budget a whole brand new game. They could just say, "All right, what we'll do is we'll make a bunch of ex- uh, DLC expansions that we'll get paid for." Um, that we'll get for free, so like free updates for like free maps and stuff like that, and then we'll put microtransactions through a certain system in our game, so that you know players will keep buying them, and then that will get that will keep our profit overhead really good, because uh, FIFA, my ultimate team or whatever it is, makes some billions of dollars every single year. So now it becomes a question for EA execs where they say, how does how does the next Mass Effect game? What's what's Mass Effect's uh, ultimate team? Mode. What's something that yeah, I, um, a million dollars a year? I heard Alana from IGN say that uh, FIFA's little ultimate team mode alone yeah. makes 800 million a year for EA. 
Yeah. So, so like, what you, so me and you, we talked about this a long time, TBH, about how, oh, that shit doesn't affect the game, right? Like, it doesn't, it's just like some mode that's like, it's bullshit, but, you know, people don't buy that. But unfortunately, like, the stats show otherwise, where it's like, they're, it's making them shit tons of money. So now it's influencing other games where it's like, okay, if, if FIFA, and, it, and a company's job is to make money at the end of the day. Like, that's something like you just have to accept. It's not about, I mean, I, I want games to be the best thing that they can be, but unfortunately now in this game space, it, the companies are purely focused on survival and making as much money as they human can. Um, and I'm not saying they're doing that because they have to, you know, stay afloat or, you know, they'll die if they don't make money, which is kind of true, but it, it's mostly they're making more money than, like, they're making back all the money that they're spending on making these games. And now it's just, like, increasing the profit, the profit margins without absolutely having to like, spend, like, billions of dollars making a new project it's literally the gta so if you're wondering if you're wondering why gta 5 has not made single player uh <laughs> content dlc it's very it's very simple that's seriously they spend millions of dollars developing that dlc you're gonna play it once and then you're gonna be done with it why would they do that when they can literally make all these game modes and stuff for free and people will buy their microtransactions paying 10 10 times over what they would have paid for one time of paying paying for you know like a gta single player dlc so uh, I don't know. I, I guess this is more up to like what everybody else is here, but I, I don't think this isn't like every single company is going to do this. Like I don't expect CD Projekt Red is going to do this anytime soon or something like that. No, but, no, I would hope not. Like I do see like like EA is definitely already on the path of doing this. Ubisoft's probably going to start doing this with whenever they release that PUBG game they're working on. They're going to start doing that. Rainbow's already an example of of Ubisoft doing this. Um, but as you sure like everybody's already seen, um, they they like. Uh, um, Rainbow Six uh, system. So you're probably going to notice is more games are going to end up like Rainbow Six Siege formatting wise. I think that's, you know, interesting. It's, 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 I think it's a very interesting conversation. That it's doesn't definitely going to dictate the future. Of, that doesn't mean the game's going to succeed because at the end of the day, the game has to be good. Right. Well, yeah, the game... Well, mm. G- GTA 5 <laughs> succeeds because GTA well, um, I mean, I mean, yeah, but like at the end of the day, I mean, we can name a list of games that didn't sell, didn't do good, that aren't good quality-wise, that still sold a shit ton of shit ton of copies. So like Battle... Oh, I forgot. Battlefront's a big example of this. So they're pushing, you know, microtransactions as the main foundation of their entire multiplayer game, right? But then they're throwing... They're, they're saying free updates and stuff like that. Like, Battlefront 2 is going to be another example of EA doing this, where the game's going to last two to three years and what it what battle for the original Battlefront would have because they're going to throw all these free updates. And so you guys, you know, we're feeling happy because we're getting all this free DLC, but at the same time, you know, it, it's it's just not doing well. And, and the interesting thing about that as well is... Um, in that article I showed you, TBH, they also said that Battlefront screwed over Visceral Games. So Battlefront 2 also screwed over uh, the Battlefront project, that the single-player project, because when everybody was clamoring about that, they wanted a single-player campaign, EA was like, all right, we have to do this for Battlefront. So they got rid of a studio that was supposed to help the Star Wars game, and they put it towards EA. It was EA Motive. They pushed them off of the uh, Star Wars 1313 and instead threw them to make Are the you gaming? Campaign. Are you gaming right now? No, I'm typing something. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were playing. I thought you were playing uh, Destiny. Uh, no, no, no. I'm typing something right now. <laughs> what's the name? Uh, so that sucks. So what's the name? Now, what? If, now, what if a company comes out with a plan and actually the game is actually amazing and they drop amazing content year after year? Are they wrong for that? Like Siege? No. If you do like Siege, I, I don't have any issue if you do something like Siege. Yeah. I like. I don't think it's necessarily an evil thing. I just think it's. I don't think the it's potential. Evil, the potential's there the market, to be abused. Yeah, yeah. I, I can it see can it. It can be abused. Like Activision will probably abuse. Well, Activision already abused it. EA is definitely going to abuse it because I think the difference is 
um, so Siege was a failure. Like, when it came out, like, it was a failure, and they brought it back. I don't think, like, EA and the rest of them are gonna be like, like that. Like, I don't think the game, I think Siege, from a fundamental point, even though it was, like, it didn't do good out of the gate, was a good game. Like, on its surface, and how it was designed, it was designed as a good game. I don't think, like, the other games that EA does, I don't think, if they're not built off of their base of being a good game, then it's not gonna... It's not gonna work. It's just gonna fail. They're gonna be like, they're gonna waste all their time, and they're just gonna be like, oh, this is not gonna work. The division's the same idea. Remember, I, I told you I was playing the division recently. I know the division's the exact same thing. They kept it going, and the division is better today at, than it was when it first came out, and that's because they're releasing all these free updates and so forth. So, so it's moving yeah. towards the service, like everybody, like well, not everybody, but how some people are asking. My question is, what game do you feel like uh, could actually succeed in this new uh, business plan? Succeed, PUBG. Okay, yeah. Um, multiplayer only games. I think those are the ones that's most. Uh, uh, well, unfortunately, I see it as I think the majority of the games we're going to see now are going to be like multiplayer, have a more strong multiplayer component. They're going to be share open worlds with their sharing player element with multiplayer games, or they're going to be straight up multiplayer games. Um, I, th- I think we can see. Yeah, I like, wouldn't be surprised too. Like, see, <laughs> it would not surprise me if, and this is what 2K might do. Why would we just releasing a 2K, right? They might, they might do, like, one 2K game, and then they'll just update it through, like, just the roster changes. that. But they but they won't do that because they know they can get you guys to buy it every year for $50. Like, this is how, like, if, if it does change it, 2K does the same thing, then they might, like, may just work one 2K game. And I know a lot of people say this about Call of Duty. Why don't we just make one Call of Duty game, right? And then just update it year after year with, like, new guns and stuff like that. Because a lot of people said that. So it's weird because it's, like, I've seen examples where gamers have asked for something like this. But it's scary at the same time because, it's like, this could definitely be corrupted and backfire you really bad. So Yeah, I I, I'd, I'd also argue, too, for every for every GTA Five, there's a Lawbreakers. Like, not everything yeah. online succeeds. So it's, like, yeah. if, if it does yeah, succeed, I'd argue because it's a good game. Yeah. yeah. Anybody else got any opinion on this? Not really. Not I know really. it's a lot. It's a lot of shit. It, it's it's, a, a it's, it's, it's you don't want Splatoon two to be a service? Ace? Splatoon two, my. I don't, I don't care. I'm, I'm just what like, if it comes with a free cappy and a squid head? Oh shit! Then sign me up. Every know. year you're gonna get a free squid hat <laughs> in the mail, <laughs> a different color for you to review. Oh my goodness! No, no, no man, no. It's, it's been a while that I've like just been super hooked on the game, and I didn't want to let it go. I just feel like I'm in a different space when it comes to playing video games now. Like, we got to play them because they're new. Uh, people do reviews on them. We got to do articles. We got to be able to talk about it. So I don't get stuck on games like I used to. Uh, Where you have to play one for a long time. Yeah, yeah, playing one for a long time. Yeah, Yeah, so it doesn't, like, it doesn't appeal to me. But for those people that can only afford one to three games per year, then... I would understand why this would benefit them. And this is really who they're marketing towards because they're obviously seeing that it works. So, mm. But, I I mean, EA, like I said, they're just one company. If they want to completely abandon single, the single-player aspect for most of their games um, or just limit it, then I just hope that not everybody else follows suit. And uh, I love single-player games. EA's uh, evil cousin Activision has been caught filing a patent for some advanced piece of technology that's supposed to manipulate you into buying microtransactions. Talk about it, Ethos. No, you talk about it. No, you talk about it. <laughs> no, you, you talk because you know. Because I feel like, the reason I ask you is I feel you like you can explain it better. It. I, like, I, I feel like you can explain anymore. it better. I gave up. <laughs> I gave up. Wow. <laughs> I told you this already. I said I gave up. I was like, look, 
people gonna buy this, this shit regardless. I can I can say don't buy it and shit like that. They wouldn't at the end of the day, I think and I think Yumi said the shit wouldn't be here if people didn't people obviously support it, so they obviously care about it. So everybody in this chat can tell me, oh microtransactions suck, and even I've said it, microtransactions suck and stuff like that, but if they're making billions of dollars every single year, it's like who's buying this, my guy? Like <laughs> Somebody's got to be doing it. So <laughs> you buy I mean, they're, they're there. People are gonna buy them. They're gonna keep using it because it's making them money. It, it's it's literally a give and take. So we're we're enabling them to do it, and they're okay. doing it because they see that it's making profit. So, but this whole new system is supposed to be Activision now has. Okay, so you know when you play a multiplayer game, right? You press find match, and so it's supposed to find you a match. They're adding a. They have a patent. It's not to say it's in the in game right now, but whole purpose of a patent is so that other companies can't steal your idea but right. so that they can implement it for what all their product so the basic idea of this patent is that what it does is it hooks into the matchmaking system and it checks all the players microtransactions that they have so like let's say um me and tbh are playing uh okay let's say me and tbh are playing uh call of duty war war 2 right and tbh and i had didn't buy microtransactions right and we're decent at the game the game will be like all right so TBH and Ethos do not have microtransactions, but these enemies that I see, they have microtransactions. Also, if I look at their stats, because a matchmaker is supposed to pick like balanced players, if I look at these guys, all right, so these enemy players I'm going to match them against are, are KD-wise better than TBH and Ethos. So there's a high probability they're going to get their asses. And also, they have a lot of microtransaction guns. So what we're going to do is we're going to team them up against each other so that they'll lose to these people. And then they'll also notice that these guys are using these, let's say, this special type of gun that you can only get through XP the boost. Box. Yeah, XP <laughs> boost. So the idea is that it could affect mentally people who are getting destroyed because they start to get this belief that these certain microtransactions, even if they aren't, let's say, unbalanced, let's say like they aren't really overpowered, but it gives perception that they won because they all had these microtransactions compared to your team. So that's basically how the system goes, which is uh, pretty crazy. Um, so there's no evidence that this is in like Destiny 2 or World War 2 yet, since it was, it was actually patented in 2015. So, and, it, and the only reason we found out about it now is because it got approved, and that means it has to be in a public space so you can view it. And that's how why it just came up recently, because it took two years, but it finally got approved. So now they have it. So now it's the idea of like, will this actually happen? Yeah which is Activision. I feel like this is dangerous, but it's only dangerous to a core select uh, of people that actually have like just tons of money to waste. For me, yeah. it's not it's not dangerous because <laughs> jokes on Activision, nigga. I don't got no money to spend. <laughs> no, 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 no. but, but it's all their but their job isn't to like be like, all right, well they weren't gonna buy it anyway. It's to give you people who won't have the money and are like, okay, how can we convince them that they need it? Right. You know, it, it's the idea of like the salesman, right? Like who, like on TV, tell, like tells you about ShamWow and why you you need ShamWow in your life. Like yeah, it'll yeah, change yeah, your yeah, life. Yeah. Like it's the same type of method. It's like to manipulate, and you're thinking, well, we have all this sale, and it's a limited time offer. It's like Overwatch does the exact same thing with their like limited time events. You have only until October 30th to get all those new Overwatch skins for the for the Halloween sale. Else, that's gone that's forever. True. You're never gonna get them again. So then that's another little thing they use to be like, oh shit, now I'm gonna have to buy these loot boxes because I really want that skin. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's Which is a lie, because like the Halloween event, for example, they brought back the uh, the skins from last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what they mean is you're only gonna get one time every single year to get this, yeah. thing, and then it's yeah. gone, and then you're not yeah. gonna be able to get it until the next the next year. Right. Yeah. No way. That's scary, though. That's it's really scary. very scary. No, man. <laughs> it's like it's like a now. It's like we don't see it, but it's, it's like my whole argument about the fight night thing. It's like 
for now you say i don't see this they can't affect this but it's like but they'll find a way they'll always find a way which is i think the scary part about is like if they're willing to go this far because i i think i think all of us in this room would say would you imagine they would have tried something like this a year ago maybe two years ago probably not i wouldn't even thought of something this fucking diabolical I, I couldn't even thought of something this fucking crazy. And I'm hearing it, and I'm like, I think I read it, and I was thinking, I sent it to JoJo. And I said, JoJo, read this shit for me. He was like, what? I was like, just read this patent for me. He read it, and he was like, is this real? I was like, yeah. He's like, bro, this is some evil-ass shit. And I'm reading it like, it, does, it doesn't seem real. And then you're just reading it, it's like, yo, like, they're really going to do this? And it's kind of really sad, because you think about it, it's like you thought gaming was all about fun and, you know, making a great game. And it's like, now it's about how can we find ways of making us get off this I think it's. I feel that you cut out. What were you about to say? Ah, uh, no, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. So, the uh, best piece of advice I can give you is uh, stay woke. Don't buy it. Yeah, stay woke. <laughs> Don't buy it. Watch out. <laughs> Be they smart want... with your money. Be smart with your money. Know what you what you using your money. They for want your money. Uh, Learn and, the and system no, so you can outplay. No more proof is that than uh, games like Overwatch because now the government, the UK government, is investigating. Uh, loot boxes um they're trying to they're trying to classify it as gambling if i'm correct yeah it's yeah, it's, so it's, it's it's weird it's, it's it, very uh, what's their argument yeah. that it's gambling i didn't really understand that uh, I, I, I didn't get it <laughs> i don't personally understand it i kind of agree with esrb but they're trying to say it's it's a very weird argument because people are like flexing the words there is no like they're saying they're using like a very like dictionary definition of gamble which in my opinion is like okay if you're gambling or something you're going to like if you go to the okay so if you go to like a casino right you gamble something in my mind it's like you're betting your own money that you're gonna win something and if you lose you get nothing and the problem i see is like all these loot boxes it's like you get something though even if even if it's like something that is like so rudimentary Boring, that doesn't mean you're not getting something. You're getting something out of it, even if the value of that thing isn't uh, isn't as big as like what you could potentially win. It's still you're still winning something. I, why, people, I, just, I don't argue. It's people. It's people. It's people that don't understand gaming. That's what it is. So in their eyes, it's like, what's the big deal about a skin? What's the big deal about? Blitz says they're trying to make the stuff? argument that loot boxes are like the slot machines. That, yeah, they're making it like they're slot machines. And and at the end of the day, you can still lose at a slot machine, right? Like you don't. You're not guaranteed. To Win. I get. I, I. It makes sense. I guess the argument they're trying to say is, yeah, I see what you're saying. Ethos, you, you can win something, but like, right. it still gives the same high that you would get from a game that where you can't win something because you and know, you know, you can win something bigger than just winning something. You know what I'm saying? And so you get that yeah. same high. Yeah, I, I get that. And then, and then the other thing, I and the other thing I don't, I guess I don't understand all this is, I just I don't understand why people think that the best the best route fix this issue. Okay, let's say the ESRB is not going to they're in the gaming because they make money let's say that oh the gaming industry you know they're obviously not going to regulate themselves my question is do you really want the government the the same entity that's been trying to ban video games the violent content do you really want them to now like interfere with video game loop yeah i agree china just got consoles yeah (laughs) (laughs) the u.s government was hell-bent for the past 30 years to get video games banned or rated M games like Mortal Kombat banned, do you really, really think they're the best authority to go to and demand that they investigate them? Because I feel like you're you're pretty much, you're inviting, you're doing a deal with the devil at the end. And I think because the U.S. government doesn't understand the complexity of the game industry, they're going to make the problem worse and not better to what everybody thinks it is. 
And I think a lot of people aren't thinking about it. They're just jumping on the gun because they're upset about microtransactions, but they're not thinking this out. They're just jumping the gun and being like, all right, we gotta, we gotta stop them. And then I'm like, but are you really like, are you picking your battle right way? You're not. Cause I'd rather have like an adversary that focuses on like finding ways <coughs> publishers and developers and, and consumers can all like come together and then be like, all right, we can find better practice ways that, you know, can do that. Kind of like, like unions. I think it'd be better that way. But instead, if you're going to focus on a governmental entity coming in and, and dictating and regulating how your market is supposed to work, I don't think you're going to... Like, and I'm all for, like, if somebody fucks somebody over, we need regulations and shit. But I don't think the government has enough knowledge about this current industry to be a pause good And that's where I'm kind of worried. At yeah. Government lies. Yeah, he, he does keep you, breaking you keep up. Good, man. Man. <laughs> oh shit, my bad. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah you're good. You're good. You're All good. Right. I don't know what I said. But... All right, we got we got the gist of it. We got the gist of it. <laughs> What's the name? The last piece of evil corporate news is a uh, Neo Gaff. Yeah, Neo Gaff shuts yeah. down, then they come back. If you're on, they came back. If you're unfamiliar with Neo Gaff, it's like They're the biggest. <laughs> like the biggest gaming forum in the world uh even like a lot of game developers and companies they frequent the forums to see what the fans are saying and they they like to pose as different accounts and like leave feedback and shit i remember there was a i remember one developer really got into it with a bunch of people that was from um, turtle rock that did a oh yeah evolve yeah evolve he tried to yeah, just he had a sock account and he tried to justify the 200 microtransactions so it's, it's a very interesting platform what, what was the reason that it uh got shut down it was about some uh, some sexual, sexual harassment allegations the owner yeah, yeah they so found all the yeah. admins were like fuck this shit i'm not yeah they found out the owner had some sexual charges against them so then everybody quit the site got shut down then it came back like the other day um i wish it would just stay away like i feel like neograph is a stain would, on gaming the world would be a better place without it <laughs> I know. yeah but. like i heard it was like a couple years ago it was the premier place to talk games so i was like oh let me make an account see what this community is about it seems like it's cool Make an account. I respond to one person. He's like, "Shut up, nigger." I was like, "All right, bro." Uh, <laughs> you could you couldn't wait like three four posts before you called me that like the first like, <laughs> the first post. I was like, "I'm out. I'm good on Neo Gap." It's it's full of uh, gaming elitists, and I just wish it would go away. It's not it's not a good look for the gaming community. I don't think. Yeah, and I think a lot of developers uh, hate it too. Yeah, I, I, I've heard a lot of developers say they don't. The people who feel entitled to everything, they're the ones that frequent yeah, they're there. They're on there. Yeah, they're yeah. on there. It's like it's like super Reddit. It's like, <laughs> yeah, 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 pretty much. <laughs> it's it's super Reddit, Reddit for gaming, Reddit. bro. <laughs> super Reddit sounds dangerous, fam. It sounds atrocious. It sounds fucking terrible. Um, so yeah, it's back. Unfortunately, uh, <laughs> a back. couple a couple quick hits before we uh, wrap this one up. Uh, Assassin's Creed Origin, which just recently came out. Uh, we'll be getting an update in the near future. They said early 2018, so hopefully January. Um, Origins will be getting an Egyptian library where you can walk in and basically learn about everything ancient Egyptian history. Uh, what's the name? I'm hoping it comes out in January because Black Panther comes Imagine out in that, February. Like, shit. Yeah, Black Panther comes out in February. So then you know you can wear your little you know Nigerian outfit or whatever and right, get your daishiki right. gun and shit. You know what I'm saying? And you know, read up on Egyptian history. I find it interesting that a video game is teaching us more about the uh, first great civilization than uh, school taught me. But uh, you know, I look forward to that update. It's going to be a free update, so definitely. Ubisoft like, culture. <laughs> it's a possibility. It is a possibility. We got we got some good evidence. Watch Dogs Two. Yeah. They got they got some brothers working at Ubisoft. They kind of woke. They kind of yeah. They kind of woke. They kind of out there. You know, the French are all about uh, the French. 
I mean, they understand the if I'm losing and, and some pressure to shake. Yeah, yeah freedom. Wee 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 wee. Street Fighter Five Arcade Edition has been announced. How many uh, Street Fighter? What is this game done yet? No, it's still in early <laughs> access. You know, it's not. Uh, it's a Capcom. Not. It's Capcom. <laughs> so it's Capcom. still in early access. They announced the new edition. Um, supposedly it's going to include uh, some new gameplay, some new feet triggers and some new visuals, and it's also going to have cross-play between Street Fighter V and the Arcade Edition, which I find to be interesting because if they're going to have new V-Triggers, how does that work with cross-play? Doesn't that break the balance of the two? If one version doesn't have something, the other version does? Yeah, it, it, it's weird. I Maybe... Finish the game first I, I want, before I you start to come up with other stuff. I want to say, like, the older version will allow... Will, still have those new V triggers, but I don't, I don't know. I don't Generally, no. How they like with Street Fighter Four, what they ended up. Okay, they say in the chat is going to be a free update for the older version. Okay. Oh, yeah. it is. Okay. It better well, be. Yeah, what they did for Street so Fighter Four, like when the Arcade point? Edition came out, it was it had like balance changes that uh that the original. Mm-hmm. One so, did. what's the point of releasing this on disc then, if it's just going to be an update? Hmm. Uh. Probably, the price probably all the all the DLC. Yeah. Nah, I guess. Lower the price and it's already complete. This is DLC stupid. characters and in, in uh, outfits and stuff and yeah. Uh, so there's there's so been I'm, plenty of people that's been warning folks buying the Street Fighter game right off the gate because they're obviously known for re-releasing, re-releasing the same version. So you know it starts from Street Fighter Three. Then it goes to Super Street Fighter 3. Then it goes to Street Fighter 3. Street Fighter 3. Like, yeah. Ultra, they arcade. kept the same format. Mm-hmm. Like, this is this is what they notoriously known for. And it's not uh, it's not to say that the game gets worse when it happens. Uh, exception for this one, because this, this one started off really bad. It wasn't even a completed game, and they sold it for $60. AAA Early and Access, baby. So I right. said they, they just wanted to bring it out for the yeah. FGC, and that's it. Yeah, and they knew people were going to get it for the FGC. Community. I mean, obviously, yeah, they got to start practicing immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was a PS4 exclusive, too, so. It is what it is. It just wasn't worth it. Um. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm good. That was it. That was it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, if you're a streamer, there's a new service on the horizon. Just wanted to put you guys on to. It's called Player.me. Jay's used it. Uh, it's like a Swiss Army knife for all for like new streamers. It gives you everything you need in one place. If you could break it down for him real quick, Jay, real quick. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a uh, it's a social media platform, but they've added uh, added a new feature where you can get like a whole bunch of different uh, like templates for your stream. Like, so if you don't have anybody or if you're not creative enough uh, to create your own like little overlays and stuff, they have a bunch of different overlays you can use, and then you can tweak it to your liking. Uh, so I, it's pretty cool. Like I said, I'm using one right now, and, and people seem to like it. And they have like a ton on there, so saves in the cloud it, too. Yeah, and it's and it's saved in the cloud, so you don't have to actually like save anything on your actual computer. Uh, there's just a link for you to put in your OBS or your um, uh, what's the the whatever the other exploit called? Yeah, exploit. I don't, I don't know it's, why. It's, I can't think of it's a good option cool. for for those of you who can't afford like a graphic designer. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. sign up for player.me and you could definitely get your stream looking real professional uh, for free because yeah. they have hundreds of templates plus you can create your own. So, And they also have a dashboard on there too. So like whenever you're streaming, it doesn't matter what platform that you're on. They have a little dashboard showing you like, all, like all your stats. Does it actually allow you to stream or not like BS? 
No, it's no, it's not. It's not an actual like software thing like uh like OBS. You can't oh. do that. But but again, it okay. integrates with whatever streaming platform that you want to use. And like I said, it has its own dashboard and and uh and it had like a link, a URL that uh, whenever you make your overlay or whatever, you just add it in OBS and, and then there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. check it out if you're new to streaming. Some just some options. Um, last three Steam sales have leaked the latest three. Uh, it was a rumor, but I'm pretty sure this is true because they said the next uh, when this article when I published it, they said the next Steam sale is going to be October 26th and November 1st, which turned out to be true. The Halloween sale is going on right now, so uh, it's predicted the next Steam sales will be uh, the autumn one, November 22nd to the 28th, and then the winter one, December 21st to January 4th. So if you're new to PC gaming and you're trying to get some cheap games, mark those days on your calendar because those are going to be the next Steam sales. Uh, just look out for those. Good games, cheap. And uh, last piece of quick news: Shadowplay got an update, which is major. If you're a content creator, we helping you, content creators out there. Uh, they added multi-track recording, which allows you to uh, record multiple audio layers, so you can edit it later in your video a- uh, editor, which is major important. Before, when you record with Shadowplay, it just records one file. Now it records the video and the audio separate. So uh, that's that's an option. Just have to go into the beta, uh, the beta uh, upgrade, and you could do that. So uh, quick question: Have any of you all actually used that yet? I haven't gotten yes. around to updating. What you I, think? What you think? Does it work? Great. Does it work? For it's you great. It works exactly. It works in mirror. It's perfect. It does not work for me, and you it's know why? Right? Yeah. It mm-hmm. it hasn't worked for me because when I change it to separate tracks, I can hear myself, but I can't hear audio? the game anymore. No, I don't get any game audio. Are you mm. talking about like watching the clips? No, I'm talking about like legit streaming. Like once I I, I did like a quick 10 second thing and I like played some in the background. Streaming? No, not I'm not streaming. Recording. When I was recording, I recorded uh, like 10 seconds, right? Right. And I could only hear myself. I could hear my mic, but I couldn't hear the actual. And there, no, it's supposed to be like that in the clip. It's when you put in the editor. Jojo, uh, not Jojo, but why? Jojo, but why would you hear that though? though? That makes sense. Because why you're gonna you... edit the video regardless. It doesn't matter if you get if you hear. It. Trust me. If you put in the editor, okay. you're gonna see two well, tracks. It's, okay. it's um it's your it's also your, keep um, it keep in mind this is in beta it's not even it's not even yeah. finished well yeah I, but this is i know this is the official one though because it was one that came yeah, before this is i remember when i was on beta okay jg put it in your premiere pro and then you'll see both tracks all right i'll try it i'll try it again yeah i'll try it again because it didn't work as it didn't work as intended last time either because i could hear it like yeah it was still it still had my audio with the game audio and then it had a separate track and, and I was like, that's not what I want, though. It wasn't yeah, working properly. I'll try it again, though. Yeah, it's a codex with, um. I guess you were trying to use Windows Media Player or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll just want yeah, to. Yeah, it's something I'll with that program. Oh, okay. All right. I think if well, you use cool. DLC, you'll hear it. All right. Well, I'll, I'll do it then. I'll try it out. Whoa. Cool. All right. Well, true. that's all I got on my uh, podcast notes. Does anybody have any else they want to add to the conversation before we wrap this up? Yeah. yeah. This was uh, yeah. a lot of, lot of stuff here. A lot of news. Yeah, hope y'all enjoyed everything in the stream, man. I'm about to go see, see the foreigner. The All right, well, Young Horatio, you are the guest. Man, what is your closing statement for episode 65 of the Gaming Illuminati podcast? Go ahead. Um, Yeah, it's, it's been good, man. appreciate y'all having me. Uh, I stay bugging y'all. No, uh, no, 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 no. We actually appreciate yeah you ain't bugging us because you actually be responding to your messages yeah. and, you, and you work with us and you coordinate with us bro number oh, one <laughs> i appreciate all that um what else if y'all haven't checked out black panther new trailer please go check that out and i just bought the comics <laughs> get ready 
Yeah. We'll peep that out. I need to do this. Uh, same. Yeah. Really good <laughs> shit. Other than that, man, uh, Halloween's coming out soon. Everybody be safe, man. Watch over your kids. Watch what they eat. That's all I got. All right, all right. Ace, the main event. What's your closing yeah. statement for episode 65? Go. Uh, you know, shout out to everybody coming through for the stream, man. We really do appreciate it. And you guys, too, listening on the YouTube channel. Uh, shout out to y'all, man. Really do appreciate all the support you've been giving all of us, man, and support for me, too. Appreciate TBH and anyone else having me on the podcast. I mean, it's, it's fun. It was a good time. It was good, some, some good discussions. I hope you guys learned a lot, man. You know, my question is to y'all, were you guys not entertained? Shout out to y'all, man. Y'all the real ones. Ace Wall Trade, you already know. Not the most famous member of GI, but definitely um, someone that's much appreciated. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> Ethos, what's your closing statement for episode 65? Go. A shout out, y'all. It's your first GI. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that actually answered. You cut out. You cut out, Ethos. Oh, oh damn. Yeah. I was saying, yo, shout out to Young Horatio. Boy answered his messages. Shout out to him. He's a model Patreon uh, mad respect to him. Uh, I know I was late, but I had a little personal take. Uh, but uh, other than that, appreciate y'all for stopping by. Um, also, I, your boy just picked up like a bunch of Black Panther uh, comics, so uh, your boy about to be that shit. So that we got some GI yeah. videos coming out. Yeah, mm, okay. my mic cut out again. Yeah, right. we, <laughs> we, we got the gist of it. We got the gist. All right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's all good. And uh, Jay, what's your closing statement for episode 65? Go. Young Horatio, this man was on not one, but two podcasts a day. This man is in Japan. I repeat, this man is in Japan. Y'all got no excuse. This yeah, man, it's tomorrow for him, bro. <laughs> in the future. In the future. So, to put it in perspective, like the first podcast we did, uh, it was, I believe it was one in the morning. And this podcast started at five in the morning. It is now seven in the morning, and I will be going to sleep. So, <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that, y'all. Thank you, thank you so much, Gregory. You to go, you to go. Uh, shout out to everybody that came through for the live podcast. Also, make sure that y'all check it out whenever it goes up on all of your favorite platforms. And shout out to Arising man. Say you want some Arising on your body? Go ahead, hit that link up. Forns, uh, all that bullshit. Uh, and my closing statement for tonight is. Uh, yeah, uh, I appreciate everybody coming through. I really don't have nothing crazy to say. I actually need to use the fucking bathroom. Uh, <laughs> 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 I've been holding it for the last half hour. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and wrap this one up. Uh, oh, shout out to everybody coming through to the stream. Uh, if you want to take the show on the go, remember we're available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, and the Google Play Store. Um, we also have an app available on iOS and Android. It's free. Just search on the App Store iOS. I mean, uh, Gaming Illuminati. Keep in mind, we spell uh, Illuminati with the word naughty or nice. And uh, other than that, we, we out this bitch. I appreciate everybody coming through. Peace.